going to the 5th Annual GameWare Express Game of the Year Award Show. My name is Adam Arinder and I have assembled the entire GameWare Express crew back together on one table in my living room, ready to discuss all of the great years. This is your living room? This is my living room. <laughs> I live in this room. Li- living like room, a living room. studio. <laughs> your couch sucks. It does. <laughs> it's, it's this a is a table. Breakfast room. <laughs> Like a dining room. This is our 2017 <laughs> Game of the Year Awards show. Stephen Martin. Hello. Neil Hi. Bonham. Yep. Vaughn Venters. What's up? And our traveling correspondent, John Michael Carley. I'm back. Outside all together sales. in my breakfast nook. <laughs> here to discuss all the great games this year. Get um, out of my nook. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. Thank you. Um... Everyone out there, thank you so much for your support this year. Uh, we couldn't have done this without you. Gentlemen, thank you for coming together every week and doing this with me. Like I Ultron. always look forward to it. Exactly. Um, we have, of course, our top five in Game of the Year to discuss tonight. But we also have some ancillary categories we'll go over. Okay. Uh, we will be awarding our Retro Game of the Year, okay. which is our you know favorite game we played this year that did not come out in 2017. We have our Most Disappointing Game, uh, Best Surprise, a new category this year with best music, mm-hmm. as well as our most anticipated game for 2018. Um, I guess we'll kind of start at the top and Ooh. go around in a little circle. I hope everyone has their answers ready to go. I'll, just lead, did them. I'll lead off this year just to make sure we have everything ready to go. So starting first with our retro game of the year. Um, as I was going through this, I realized I didn't play a lot of games this year that didn't come out in 2017. So mine's a bit of a stretch. Mainly because I didn't even play it, but my retro game of the year this year is Night Trap. Yeah, celebrating its 25th anniversary, uh, we finally got to play it on our Extra Life stream. We've been trying to do that for the past three years, and while Steven was technically driving, uh, I'm excited I finally got to experience uh, this game. It's something, all right. Game? (laughs) Question mark? Game? Um, Your role in our playthrough of that was more important than mine. Yeah, I was trying to call out all the yeah trap times mm-hmm. where to go and when to go there um, and that was still like evil where you can't click it at this specific second you have to click it at the next second if you click right. it at the earlier second it's game, game over, over. And it's yeah so <laughs> i had um <laughs> i had an issue of game pro in probably 1994 that had the same information from mm-hmm. that uh game facts or wikipedia page where you pulled it from. yeah it was like where what room to be in and what time to do it but when I was originally doing that myself when I was 12, I didn't have someone help me. Mm, so, like, I would have to you. pause the game and then look at the cheat list. Right. That was not as fun. No, Definitely. I can imagine not. <laughs> we should have, I guess, it was the third run-through we had uh, on yeah. the stream. And, and then we were like, eh. yeah. Well, the first time we did it, we tried to just do it, and we failed. Then yeah. we tried again, then we started, looked up the fact. Right. And, and it, you know. Clearly didn't help either. <laughs> I mean, no. we got farther. We yeah, did. True. We got almost to the end. Mm-hmm. There yeah. wasn't much left after that scene. Technically true. Yeah. Uh, so congrats to Night Trap. What about you, Steven? Um, oh. So I did not also did not spend much time playing games that did not come out in 2017, but I did play a little bit of Dead Rising yeah. on uh, PS4 Okay. with mm-hmm. the remake and re-release of all the Dead Rising games, which is pretty cool. Dead Rising 1 is still my favorite in that entire franchise. Those games just get worse and worse. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, I, you know, but the first one uh, is still my favorite. It's like so and pure. Even though the AI kind of sucks. Oh my god, like that's the game. worst part of that game. It <laughs> is, but there's something to be said about it. When you go to 2 and you're like, the AI is good. Good, and yeah, I don't know really if I smart. like this because yeah, I actually agree with that. <laughs> or like, like you, they're supposed to be zombies. Well, yeah. I love zombies. The um, so like in two, if you have a, a weapon or gun, 
which you should never use in Dead Rising. No. Um, but if you have a gun and you have at least one bullet left in the chamber, you can give that gun to your AI, AI buddy, uh, <laughs> your survivor, in two, and they have unlimited ammo, and they can pretty much take care of themselves. But in one, mm-hmm. oh, uh, it doesn't matter what you give them. No, they kind of just walk into a die. wall. <laughs> and they're, then zombies. If you don't baby them, they're gonna die. It's yeah. really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I've played that game on multiple formats mm-hmm. over the past ten years, and I've never ever gotten any of the survivor achievements. Where I think there's one for like have a chain of ten survivors and save them. There's one wow. for like save all the women. There's yep. one for save everyone. It's Frank the pimp. Yeah, and um, so it's I don't think that's going to ever happen for me because I'm not that dedicated to playing yeah. Dead Rising. I think over if and over there again. was any escort achievement that I would have possibly In Dead gotten, Rising. it was uh, c- complete one survivor. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> yeah, you get one. You you've saved you one did, person. You did the one yeah. thing. That game's still great. Uh, you know, it's it's great for all the reasons people hate Dead Rising because yeah, it's agree. got the timing, which you know you. If you don't go to this part of the game at this time, you'll lose. Yeah, you know, and that's why that game is. That good. is why that game's good. Games, some games do need rules, and some games do need to be difficult. You know, not every game needs to be suited towards uh, yeah anybody. So that everyone yeah, people got it. too kind of spoiled on sandbox games there for a little while, and they assumed that this game with an open environment should also have an open time limit too, which it, it doesn't need that. No, it's, and when they started adding like, hey, there's no guess what, guys, there's no time yeah, limit. Free mode. rising now, so you can play it this way, and the games just got worse. And then it by was fine in two. Because it was a separate mode. It was a separate mode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But then by the time Dead Rising 4 came out, and I'm I'm so sad to say I've never played this game and I never will, it's like there is no time. There's no point in doing anything. There's no No, challenge to it. I think that they... Capcom Vancouver, or whatever you call this studio, has made the mistake of thinking people play Dead Rising because they like to kill zombies. Nope. And Dead Rising is not a game about killing zombies. Dead Rising is a game about avoiding zombies. Yeah, yeah surviving. Yeah, so I don't know. They've just taken that franchise away from uh, where it started. But I still love the first game, and I'll, I'll buy it oh, on PS5. So I'll buy <laughs> yep. it on PS7. I'll continue to support that yeah. first one. And the second one. I like second the second one's one good, too. too. I like yeah, second one. I like yeah. the second one. I played a little bit of the third one. The third one wasn't bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, but it does. It's, so you can tell it starts to get away. I yeah. agree with you. The third I, just, I played horrible. a little bit no, of it yeah. on the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, it's that it's map not, is. One of the problems is that map is too big on three. Yeah, like, it's pretty big, which is a, a weird thing for uh, yeah. most games. But in that game, it's just too big. And, and uh, I heard four got rid of the psychopaths, and like that was always oh, the most bother, interesting thing about the game. Playing? That was to me the psychopaths are <laughs> yeah. fascinating. Yeah, Adam it's four doesn't have them. Yep. Yeah. Wow, Adam's <laughs> yeah. the worst. That is, yeah, but he gives you the best weapon in the game. Uh, that Double is chainsaw. the first yeah. thing I do. I, I progress as fast as I can to the dual mini chainsaws. Yep. And, and then the you, magazine, will them. Them. you are now God. Yep. yep. It's great. Yep. Neil. Yes. Got, uh, what category is this? This is Retro Game it's of retro, the Year. Retro, that's yeah. right. That's why we're talking about Dead Rising. Um, well, earlier this year, I played again, and this is a game I love and adore. One of the best games I've ever played, so I guess this will have to be it. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. So, love that game. Utterly fantastic. I want to play that. Um, Why haven't I played this game? I don't know. For someone who loves A Link to the Past, you really need to. Uh, yeah. I, every time I hear you talk about it, I'm like, I'm going to go home and download this uh, game tonight. And then I don't. Good. I really I hope I, it goes, comes out on Switch. I think I actually own it on Steam because it was one of the games <laughs> on the Humble Monthly. Well, if you want to play it on PS4, I have a physical copy. I do. Ooh, so uh, you can borrow it. You more, I will I do that. bring that to you. I, what, I should just buy it because support yeah, the developer. You, you should because mm-hmm. it's good. But uh, yeah, I just, I love that game so much. Uh, 
you know, the story it gives, and even just like the tale of the developer with, you know, having the the heart defect and mm-hmm. how he can go at any time, and the game is made around based around that. It's really yeah. cool. So, and cool. the music's cool too. Yeah, the music's really good. <laughs> um, Vaughn. Well, after the debacle that was Mighty Number no. Nine last year, <laughs> and I played Mega Man, the the original Mega Man series, all the way through. Okay. I decided to finish up the the series with Mega Man X and Mega Man Zero this year, and I really like Mega Man Zero. Okay. It improved upon a lot of the things that uh, was a big part of Mega Man X. Like it had like the Z Saber with the Buster, and movement was a lot mm-hmm. faster. And you didn't like absorb like powers, but you got like different kinds of upgrades to all of your weapons, which I thought was really really cool. Among with the Cyber Elf system. Cool. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, I've never played. I've only played the X series. And Zero. Yeah, I mean, you one, I you'd enjoy the Zero series. If yeah, you yeah. Liked the X series. Okay. Yeah. If you thought Zero X was fast, Zero is like much faster. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, and John Michael, rounding things out for retro game of the year. So mine is a retro game that came out this year. It's that Okami remake. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, Okami might be one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> So, um, that game, uh, looks gorgeous no matter what era you're playing it on, whether it's, you know, PS2 or Wii or now the PS4. Uh, the play mechanics are awesome. Just like that paintbrush style, like you, that's how you, you know, while you do like physically press buttons to attack in battle, like you also have to use your paintbrush in battle to Mm -hmm. like, yeah, and like different enemies are susceptible to different, like, you know, painting patterns, and so sometimes you have to make wind pop up and blow people down from flying in the sky and things. So um, it's just a good adventure. I don't know, yeah. enjoying it, and it does. It just feels like a Zelda game. And it also pulls the whole like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, yeah. where you think you're done. Yeah. And then oh, all yeah. of a sudden you're like, no, no, this is only halfway through the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you fight this like you know. Well, I'm not gonna say. Uh, but yes, you're right. I, know, like, I guess. Well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it just came out last week, guys. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Again, Okami <laughs> HD. But yeah, you're right. You you get to this point and you're like, oh wow, there's still a lot more to do. I mean, I've heard it's a it's a long game. Yeah, like forty yeah. plus. Like oh, if, yeah. if you yeah if you just run through the main story, you'll beat it in about forty hours. But if you do side quests, like <laughs> oh it'll yeah, there's so much take about more to things to do. Because you got to go back, and you're like, oh, I remember, you know, it's got that Metroidvania style or that Zelda style where you have this new power now. I need to go back to this earlier area and get all the other unlockables and, you know, bonus upgrades and whatever I need to go get now that I have these new powers. So that game is really good. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. Um, I got it for Christmas, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I've been doing crunch yeah. for this for the show. I knew that would. I will really say make it, I one think. of the downfalls of that game is that it does like this banjo kazooie style like voice thing when all mm. the characters are talking so it's like <laughs> <laughs> and it's real annoying after a while for some of those dialogues that go on for a little bit but other than that it's a near perfect game this is kind of what they do for like a lot of capcom games like the for yeah. mega man games and Phoenix oh, right? they have true. like the little yeah. blips for text yeah yeah don't care for that but whatever all right Cool, that's celebrating the past. You know, I like that category because gameware, we still sell retro games, yeah. we, sell, we sell current games. But on to the present, 
Um, bring the mood down a little bit. Let's uh, yeah. award our most disappointing game of the year. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of hopes for this one. I felt like this developer was able to like grow in the past three years and was really able to put out a good product, a sequel to a game a lot of people didn't like. The true release date of Destiny was supposed to be this year with Destiny 2, and I feel like it fell flat on its face, and Neil is shaking his head in agreement with me. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Oh, is this no. one of the categories where I just jump you in? You can jump in with okay. Is this also your most disappointing so, game of this year? Yes, it is my most disappointing game of the year. Destiny but, 2. But not because it's a bad game. It is because... So Destiny 2... I think the unfortunate aspect of Destiny 2 was that it was a game made for people that didn't like Destiny sure. and not for the people that did like Destiny. Mm. And I think that's just where it kind of went to downfall. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, everything about Destiny 1 and the people that didn't like it, I, I get it. Uh, but the thing is, is throughout Destiny 1, especially after Taken King, like if you would have played that game again, it wouldn't have been the same game. Yeah, and totally. you pro probably would have liked it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's when you. Well, no, you started playing it more. I, I came back on once, uh, yeah. right after Dark Below came out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you helped me level up and get caught up with everyone. Yeah. But no, Taken King really. But Taken King Destiny changed one. the game. It changed the way things. They just added stuff. Um, and then even like with Rise of Iron, you know, it just it started getting better and better. And uh, then for some reason they just I, I guess focused on that whole. When we first launched the game, like it took so much bash that they really focused on the people that didn't like it. Didn't like it instead and of the then, people who do. And then like the hardcore stuff, like people like me who love gun rerolls and farm and like grinding for that perfect sure. roll gun and like grinding to me is not a problem. Like I don't. No, I'm not, I'm like, not a huge MMO. I'm not a huge like MMO person or anything like that. But I, the mechanics of Destiny 2 were so fun that grinding was not a problem. Yeah. And when you grinded you got rewarded. Sure. Mm -hmm. Destiny 2, unfortunately, just doesn't really do that. Yeah. And, um, like, the mechanics are still there, but, like, the movement's not the same, the armor doesn't have the same, like, perks and upgrades it mm -hmm. used to that really differentiated your character. Well, a lot of the fa my favorite things in Destiny 1, I mean, I really liked Iron Banner. That's where I got a lot mm -hmm. of my high-level gear which is a mode where your light level actually matters. So if you're higher light level, you're going to be stronger in this multiplayer where it's usually a level playing field. In Destiny 2, Iron Banner, the level advantage is turned off. It's still never been turned on, has it? It's about to be. Great. With the next Iron Banner, like, great. it is now level um, advantage. But... And, you know, the gear you get, you can't just, like, level up and buy the gear you want. You have to get a drop or get the tokens to maybe get a drop. And it, it's just... It's too much bullshit and too much randomization, more mm -hmm. so than Destiny 1, mm -hmm. and that's what turned it off for me, and I also still don't like the fact that multiplayer is 4v4 as opposed to 6v6. Yeah. Like, I don't like that either. Yeah, there's a lot of changes understand. they did in the game that I think that not a lot of people ask for. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, like 4v4, like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather it go back to 6v6, and... And there's just, like, a lot of inconsistencies with 4v4, you know, because it's like, Trials is 4v4, PvP's 4v4, Raid is still six v six with mm -hmm. 6 people, and then Patrolling is just 3. three. So it's like, if you have 4 people, like, if you just want to go and do, like, some public events, well, someone has to leave. Oh, yeah. And, that's and a, like, there's just that inconsistency. Design. But 6 made sense, because, like, you have two fire teams going together. Yeah. So it's yeah. 3 and 3 is 6. Right. But, um, um, so I just feel like, like the shooting and stuff still felt great. Playing the, yeah. the campaign was fun. It's just, like, the post-game was even worse, because it's all, it's all tokens, random drops, and give us money for Eververse. Uh, no thanks. And that's it. To me, like, the tokens and stuff, like, 
like I don't really mind all that. It's just more the fact of like that the gear doesn't matter. Well, I can play. I can only it, for me personally, it's like I can only play a limited time, so I don't have time to get these fucking tokens, and yeah. I can finally get something I want, and I don't even get the drop, and I just got some shitty boots. I'm gonna dust yeah. anyway, and I felt like I wasted my time, so I just quit wasting my time and quit playing. Yeah, but but uh, like. Whereas Iron Banner and Destiny 1, I knew, like, if I play enough, I will get to rank 5, I will get the sweet-ass chess piece, and I will go up and level. And I yeah. know I can do this. As yeah, opposed that's... to, like, well, maybe. I don't fucking know. And Well, Dang. and this, too, it's like, but even still, it's like the raid gear doesn't matter. Like, yeah. the raid gear has right. no boost for the raid. Yeah. So which just, none of old raid sense. gear did. Like, if right. you had Vault of Glass stuff, like, it helped you in Vault of Glass. This doesn't which have that. Like, yeah. like, your gear and the perks that go, like... What it changes as far as uh so in the old one it was intellect discipline and strength which was like that boosted your supercharge your grenade charge or your melee charge well now it's mobility resistance and health recovery mm-hmm. which basically mobility is how move you fat how fast you move <laughs> not sprinting yeah so okay. and it's barely a difference uh resilience is uh just that it's yeah, how, how much, much damage, damage you can take, take which yeah. whether it's zero or ten which is the max it's not that I think the only thing it changes is if you have six or more, you can survive two melee attacks, and so they have to hit oh, you a third time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then health recovery is just that, like it, 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 it's how fast your health recovers. But whether it's zero or ten, it's about a point three to half a second difference. Yeah. So not a huge deal. And and then they like slowed down the abilities in this. Like your grenade takes two plus minutes to charge, it's, and your supers take too long no, to charge. Nothing and, about it is fun. Like besides the shooting, nothing about it is fun. Yeah, and still by and by going for like you said, the non fans of Destiny, you alienate the hardcore fans of Destiny, and then the non fans are gonna fall off anyway. Exactly. So yeah. who was this game for? And the answer is nobody. Yeah, and and that's like that's why I'm disappointed. And the first X Pack was very lacking. Yeah, and I, I don't like that. You know, your weapons thing is now two primaries and a power weapon. But, it's just a lot of weird changes, and I'm sure we could. Yeah. Have a two-hour podcast. We, about we really can, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it is again my most disappointing game. But it's not because it's a game that I don't like. I sure. just you I just expected don't, more. I just don't agree with some of the changes they did. Mm-hmm. And I hope in the future that they can come up with some ways of making the new weapon system more interesting. They'll sell you another Taken King X pack and fix but everything again. I'm another, fine with another that. forty bucks. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> I, but, just, uh, I just heard mo- most of y'all's complaints about shaders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any problems with shaders. He does. <laughs> <laughs> um steven yeah what's in this destiny 2 bitch fest what you got um you know i guess uh, over the 360s lifespan mm-hmm. um i watched uh volition develop saints row into a franchise <laughs> that started as you know we're gonna make a, a rip off of gta and it was pretty good yeah um but then saints row 2 was a little different it was kind of it was funnier obviously mm-hmm. um and they kind of found their own way with the third game um creating this universe filled with really interesting hilarious characters and creating a game that was just fun to play right, right? um and then fast forward to this year to that well this past year 2017 i'm not sure what or who Agents of Mayhem is for. Yeah. Great question. I don't <laughs> think it's fa- fans of Saints Row. I mean, it's got... It's like weirdly some, loosely like a based character. in the Saints Row. Yeah. Like it's, it's more like a like a Saturday morning cartoon version. Yeah. With, and I don't have a problem with that. It's it's just that, like, I don't even know what that game is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Yeah, I don't think they do either. No, because <laughs> it's not a multiplayer game, but it seems like it should be. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. No, nope, yeah, <laughs> you hot swap between the like the three main characters yes. that you have. Okay. I, I think it would be better as like a multiplayer game. Yeah, um, and like it, a better Crackdown two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's it's not that. Yeah. It's so it's kind of missing the bite that the the humor the, doesn't really hit. No, what they're going for yeah, the it's, world. Doesn't it's really it's hit. almost like I don't know. They were developing another game and like, well, we don't have any money. Uh, we have to release something. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like. And then mm-hmm. Ages of Mayhem came out. And it's it sucks because like, I like Volition as a studio and I, I want to like their games, but I don't like this game. Yeah. And I don't really know if... Um, I, I'm obviously not disappointed in Ages of Mayhem as a game because I'd never had expectations from it. More Volition right. as a studio for releasing that it. That makes sense. So... Because we've off-air spitballed, like, what could Saints Row 5 be? Right. What fun things could they do? And it's just yeah. like, none of that nope. happened. Dang. Right. And um, that's really disappointing. Yeah, so I I don't think this game sold well, um, which no. doesn't bode well for a studio developing games in this modern era. Correct. Well, it only takes one miss um, to, to like, yeah, sink your studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to happen to Volition. No, hopefully they can turn it around and whatever. They're going to have next. to, like, the Saints Row, the Greek. Yeah, games. you know, make it the time traveling Assassin's Creed game that we wanted. Exactly. That would have been hilarious, mm-hmm. but they didn't do that. Now they can time travel and go to Cuphead. They now could. Like animated, yeah. like shooting guns. Yeah, that their would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know I didn't play. I mean, I didn't play uh, this game much because it was not for me. It's not right. for anyone. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> there are some fans of it out there. Right. I don't know. But they're wrong. They are. They're, <laughs> ter- they're terrible people, and they're bad people. Hey. Blah, blah. <laughs> Vaughn, what, what what do you have to get off your chest? Well, what are you upset about from this oh, year? So much anger. <laughs> I'm sure, you, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about fighting games in general. I am the fighting game connoisseur of this podcast That's at true. this point, I guess. And I've had a lot of ups and downs with this game, a lot of happy moments, but mostly terrible moments. And this game is called Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Oh, thank God. Oh, I was about to go to bat for Tekken 7. <laughs> <laughs> No, from what I've seen of Tekken 7, I haven't played it, but it definitely looks like a good and fun game. I mean, it's got but, Geese Howard. Yeah, so. and it has Tekken Bowling. <laughs> yeah. It's about to get Noctis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as a big fan of the third installment of Blaze Blue, Chrono Phantasma, like, that game was actually like really fun. It was very beginner-friendly, so like anyone new coming in would have not been completely like overwhelmed by like all these pros that know what they're doing, and they can learn the game faster. And for, with this fourth installment, they just threw all that out the window. <laughs> they they changed up everything. They changed the way the system works. They changed the, over half the cast, how they originally worked. And I guess that's kind of what you do for an update, but it's kind of like... It just throws it, off... Again, kind they of did it, throw it, off it, your main it, fan base. It, like. it, went, it, went too, it went a little too far in that retrospect, and it made like some characters like ridiculously overpowered. Like, there's this one character... That has ridiculously disjointed normals for for people who don't know what that is. It's like hitboxes that extend past their hurtboxes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Sense. It, it, it makes it really hard for a lot of characters to get in. And she has teleports that are completely invincible. So you cannot oh. hit her out of it. <laughs> She alone over, like invalidates over 80% of the gas. So like Great. just because she exists... Only like the top six or seven characters ever saw like big tournament results. It was stupid. And they don't and ban like these OP characters at all. Nope. Great. Because <laughs> a lot, a lot of uh, fighting game communities don't like banning characters because they view that as scrubby. I guess. Why? 
But what, if, you, if your entire tournament is one character, maybe there's some. Well, what if like we're playing a Mortal Kombat trilogy tournament and someone picks Shao Kahn? Get good, son. I don't know. I don't pretend to know what happens in this community. Like it seems like the Pokemon community is way out of the fighting. They ban everything. Yeah, they'll ban everything. I kind of. You can only use Pikachu. Uh, and, and then they came out with an update after Evo was over, and it made the game even worse somehow. <laughs> like it made some decent characters worse, and it made some of the better characters even better. <laughs> so stay away. Rich get richer. This after, version. After after that happened, I was like, no, this, that was the final nail in the coffin for me. This <laughs> is like I'm done with this game. And then that that was just it. They're coming out with like Blaze Blue Cross Tag with all like the other games that Arxis made, including Persona next year. But I'm not looking too forward to it. Ooh, other than wow. like the Persona characters, and that's it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't you heard had, it here. I, I, Put I, it in the box. You heard it here first. I haven't had I haven't had uh, this amount of hatred for a fighting game since I tried competitive brawl. <laughs> And at least for that game, they actually banned Meta Knight after a while. So <laughs> I still don't get the hate of that. It's in his name. Meta Knight. <laughs> yeah. right. He's the best around. All right, John Michael, what you got? Close um, out this category. So I'm going to go with uh, a game that I think a lot of people were excited for mm-hmm. um, when it was announced. Um and it had good reception at E3. Uh, that Shadow of War, yeah. uh, a lot of people were pretty excited about. And that game is not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real disappointing, which is why it's my most disappointing <laughs> game of the year. Because <laughs> that you game just, are, you, are you speaking strictly from the gameplay part? Or are you yes. factoring like, this loot box fiasco? I, that was a couple outside ago? of that whole loot box box ordeal. Oh, even the game itself. Yeah, the game the itself game. is disappointing. Yeah, I heard wow, it's like okay. a shell of what... Shadow it, of War. Yeah, because so like you know, Mordor, Shadow, yeah, Shadow of Mordor is you. That game is good. Like that game is good. Um, you know, it's it's the Batman Arkham fight system yeah. with some Assassin's Creed like parkour climbing and stuff. Um, uh, but it, it in essence, that game is really good. It's really well done, and it's a game that when you're playing it, um, I went back and, and played. Shadow of Mordor, like in anticipation for Shadow of War, and I was like, man, I can't wait to see how they expand on all of this that mm-hmm. you're doing in this game. So, because it's got even that like uh, Red Dead kind of thing where it's like hunting in the area, like go kill this like you know random bird that's flying around or something, <laughs> collect this plant, and you know that's it doesn't really like add much to the story or anything, but it's a nice gameplay element to have. Right. Like, it just adds kind of this, like, world building a little bit. And all that's gone in this. They, It's just more quest types, more, like, find this collectible thing. And uh, even outside of just the boring, repetitive, like, quest system is the um, the fighting system is, like, broken in this game whereas in all the other warner brother games like this in the game right before this it was fine it's like you know it was real tight and worked great but in this one like so i mean if you've even played in the batman games or the shadow of mordor you know that like sometimes you can make like these crazy leaps from one guy you're fighting Mm -hmm. like well across to another one 
But for whatever reason in this one, like, that range of, like, hitting someone is, like, crazy extended. And it just feels... That might make the game better. I can, like, jump 300 feet. You would (laughs) think so, but it's, like... Really it, takes you out of the orc. Well, it, the problem experience. is, is that it, it launches you so far away to like, get to these other characters that I'm not aiming for that guy, <laughs> and it breaks my combo Could you because go back over uh, like yeah, well, it's like I, yeah, because it like shoots me over to a guy I'm not trying to go for. Like the direction is not like solid, so it'll take me to like maybe like a um, like a shielded guy or something, and he'll knock me back. But I wasn't trying to fight that guy. No. I was trying to fight this like you know douchebag throwing like spears at me or something because <laughs> i want to take him out first but no i had to go for a shield guy and he knocks me down and then spear guy kills me or something so the the combat is just not what it should be and maybe they've patched that but i doubt it mm-hmm. um but i'm not gonna go back and find out um i don't know it's just you know even the story was boring i didn't care about anything that was happening right so it's just a overall disappointing game the game could have been something big and grand and it's not any of those things <laughs> i still need to play it i got it the ten dollar oh, yeah, like because the price oh yeah i mean price, for ten dollars the sure. price was messed up i hey. think on walmart's website or something so. oh yeah that download code for mm-hmm. it yeah hey look for ten dollars ten bucks hey it's not worth a ten dollar play for sure not a sixty dollar game it's like 100 gig download oh god on the xbox one um, all those the, 4K textures. Yeah, the the 4K texture pack. It's yeah. you don't have to download that, but if you have a 4K, you TV, better now. I'm sure, sure it looks great in 4K. One X yeah. and your my 4K 4K TV. TV. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now we'll we'll shed the negativity. We got think, all that I'm out. Before we move on, negative. yeah, I think we can all agree that this was an exemplary year for video. Games. It was. It was hard yeah, yeah. picking something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to pick a game I didn't play. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I even asked him early on. I was like, "Do we have to do game of the year? Can we just do year of the game?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, year of the game I was disappointing. I'm a Shadow of War. Oh. I still played quite a bit of that game. Right. Like, <laughs> so there were a lot of great games this year. Let's kind of flip the script here, get more positive, and go with best surprise. Ooh, surprising. So obviously, most disappointing is where you had your expectations up here, and the game came in a little lower. Now it's maybe a game you weren't really ex- like you know looking for, or your, your expectations were lower, and it kind of blew you out of the water. Yeah. Okay. Um, for mine, it was I was playing it to uh, get ready for this show. Um, my my Gone Home of 2017, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, is an absolutely amazing game. Um, when it comes to storytelling and presenting its narrative, uh, I think we talked about it in the last regular show of the year. Um. It runs like shit on PS4. If you get it on PC, it won't be an issue. Um, and it's a walking simulator, so if you're not into those, you probably won't like it. Uh, but all year I've heard about it, and, and it won Best Narrative at the, at the Keeley Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to check it out before we did our show, and it, it, it absolutely blew me away. Like, I didn't want to stop playing it. I finished it all in a day. It's you know three-hour game. And there were multiple times I, like, exclaimed, wow. Like, whoa, like, they just did that. And it, it's, just, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really neat game. Um, if you like the idea of Gone Home, but didn't like having to search for all of the story and all of the everything, this one presents it to you better, right? Um, because the main character is speaking to you in her inner monologue. Okay. But uh, the, the game really, it really knocked my socks off, and I was really impressed uh, by this little game that came out earlier this year. So that was my best surprise. What about yeah, you, Steve? I um, I think the past couple of years that we've been at E3. Um, maybe not this past year, but over the past three years, we've seen Cuphead uh, shown 
we've seen it change from a boss rush game to like, oh, we added levels now. Platforming, yeah. Levels, yeah. Um, but we're not talking about a release date. You know, I mean, <laughs> never. We're never, we never talking about a release date. Uh, like Cuphead I, has been to almost as many E3s as I have. Yeah, and um, not only did we get a release date this year, but it came out, and mm-hmm. it's fucking phenomenal. Right. Like, it's yeah. a great game. Um, I actually do like the platforming levels. I know some people are like, I wish they just didn't have them all. I wish mm-hmm. you just have the boss, boss rush modes. But how they were able to um, develop basically a, bar, a boss rush game with as many unique boss encounters and ha- have as much charm and nail the style of, you know, of an animation. I've not seen a game kind of, um, I guess, do animation as well, you know, as actual like mm-hmm. historical animation, I haven't seen yeah. that in, in years, uh, yeah. decades maybe. All hand drawn, yeah. Moves. And I heard that like they, I heard that they didn't even come like the, this was not the original idea for this game was to recreate this 1930s like Fleischer animation that 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 was secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of just found their way to that and then they went with it. And yeah, it's a great game and it's difficult, but if I can beat it, I did <laughs> if I could beat it, anybody could probably beat this game. Um, yeah, so. I was surprised that that game got a release date, actually came out, and <laughs> yeah, was really and good. And was good. It's rare that all those things happen. Yeah, totally. When a game is in development hell uh, for as long as, and maybe it wasn't. I mean, I don't know behind the scenes, you know, what the development process right. was. But for it a game was rough on them. Yeah. I mean, they had to remortgage their house. They quit their jobs. And like, I'm so was... happy that they have had the success. I think I read that it's now sold over 2 million copies, mm-hmm. yeah. which is yeah. great, because I don't even think it's been on sale. So no, that's so not really. No, you know, they've got to drop to I think like it's 16 bucks. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to 20. That's yeah. it. Um, let's turn to the old inbox. Mm-hmm. GamewareExpress at gmail.com is our email address. We had a lot of listeners write in with their games, games of game of the year, games of the year, games of the year, year of the game, games of years. This email comes in from Craig. Says, "Oh hi, Gameware Express. My game of the year for 2017 is Cuphead. If I had a Switch, it probably would be Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Odyssey. But the game I got to play and instantly fell in love with this year was Cuphead. The hand-drawn style floored me." The gameplay is punishing but fair, and the story is as cartoony uh, as the animation. It doesn't hurt that I'm a sucker for Mega Man-esque gameplay. Yeah. So. It's really good. Uh, Craig's a fan of Cuphead as well. Yeah. I want to play more of it, but um, I'm going to beat it, but I want to play it again. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's still things that I need to do in that game, but I've been right. busy playing other games. And throughout the show, we're also filtering some more uh, listener picks. Sure. I've only so played like an hour of it. Some of our yeah, you like that? You like what yeah. I did there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Good yes. Um, Neil, what yes. surprised you in 2017? Okay, so this game surprised me because mainly because it just beat a death cycle that this series has. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Sonic Mania. Yeah, that, 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 that's like, a great answer. It's a good one. Holy crap. <laughs> For a series that just gets... Shit game after shit game <laughs> after shit game, hey, and then we one, get a, and then we get a pretty good game. There's one good game for every five bad ones. <laughs> That's Doug. <laughs> yeah, but, but Sonic God. Mania even goes as far as like a good game. Like this was a great Sonic. Yeah, game. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that. Like it, it really brought the feel. You know, like Sonic Four was more like let's do the old gameplay, but with new graphics. But it's like eh, it never they, felt right. It never felt right at all. Like Sonic just always feels like he's on fucking ice skates. <laughs> Is that a street drug in the Sonic universe? Yes. No, ice just skates. just ice. Skates. <laughs> I was hoping it would. Yeah. 
get those ice skates. <laughs> I uh, sure they do. tried to incorporate 3D Sonic uh, mechanics in a 2D Sonic game, which yeah. did not translate very well. No, it didn't. It didn't. I think they should try to incorporate humans kissing Sonic <laughs> in a 2D game. Or a well, boy, if I got a game for you. Excellent. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, this one just like it did the opposite. Like it, it well, no, it, no, it did do the same thing. Like it, it brought old school Sonic mm-hmm. into like new feeling and good yeah yeah well they made changes that make sense in like that play style yeah like new moves and stuff that that could have fit in the genesis game as yeah. opposed to let's if make they a had 3d the 2d with the homing attack and it's just like no yeah that's right, let's not do that and just how it had like so much stuff to collect in it too was mm-hmm. like unexpected like i thought i was just going to be playing a go from point a to point b sonic game yeah i got i was getting a little tired of sonic 3 special sta- special stage by the end of it the orbs, yeah because they kind of just like hand those to you like candy yeah, yeah. but you, i mean you don't really have to do those but either he, but no, even, yeah you can just like run into something and get it over with yeah. but but even those like felt good yeah mm-hmm. oh no it, it felt like i was you know eight years old playing sonic 3 yeah again, totally blue, blue, blue spheres has never been a bad addition to like anything so yeah like you know how a lot of people still like the they're still playing like all like 1000 combinations of blue spheres from sonic 3 and stuff mm-hmm. like you know how when you play the hd remasters of games and you're like yeah this is like what i remember yeah, the exactly. game was like but it's not really how <laughs> yeah, the game was like right. sonic mania was that like mm-hmm. it's like this is what i remember genesis sonic to be like <laughs> yeah but, totally but it's definitely way better than mm-hmm. some yeah. of those games talk about how this is the first time in sonic history that a boss battle has been interesting because i mean in the history of this franchise where robotnik shows up in a robot yeah you jump jump on him three times or eight times and and he's dead but like and spoiler i mean if you've not played this game you probably play this game but my reaction when a boss encounter was a a match of mean bean machine yeah yeah Yeah. like i that was great that was really good see my problem with the boss fights was i felt like they 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 should have gone more in one direction or the other. Like, I wanted more stuff like that. Right. Like, I wanted a Sonic Skateball boss fight. I wanted, I wanted that, yeah. And Or I wanted them to, like, it's eight hits and that's it. Whereas, like, they did try to do new things, and that kind of turned me off a little bit for as much as I played Sonic. Because if you're going to do this homage to the old games, make it you jump on his head eight times and that's it. Or yeah. go super crazy with it. Give like, me, I just want the super crazy. Like, I yeah, think they could have incorporated a spinball boss. Like they've done it before yeah, too. Spinball there's, boss. There's, like a, a, there's a pinball boss in Sonic Two and in Sonic CD. So. Um, or you know, like a 3D blast level or some stupid shit like that. No, like, no thank you. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I would have, I would have loved it if there was a like a short 3D blast. I, I, I was, I was really disappointed that there's no spinball representation. If they're gonna bring in Mean Bean Machine, right. you know, I'm sure. But no, the game is phenomenal. Like basically, as someone who like has no expectations for Sonic games whatsoever, yeah. like I just write them off when they're announced. Yeah. Like I, I have you I tried was... Sonic Forces? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. You could be. Your we own don't have Sonic. a worst game category. I, no, I got a copy of that for three dollars. I'm loving these prices. Actually, let me put it this way. way: I played Sonic Forces like Japanese demo, and it was awesome. But that's because it's limited time. Like yes. It just fades out. Ten like, seconds. Yeah, after like <laughs> ten seconds. Then when you play the real game, you're like, oh, God, I wish it played like the demo. Like, just, just fade out. Just we, get, um, get to the end. We played a Sonic Forces demo at E3, and I yeah. swear to God it was 30 seconds long. It, it like, really was. I was, the line was moving pretty quickly, and then I played 90 seconds, and I was like, oh, that's why. But we got a poster. I did get two poster. Yeah, the poster's pretty cool. I don't know what my posters are. Mine are in a poster tube. With are mine all in my other... with yours? No. Okay. I'll I don't know. I, I'll check, but I don't think they are. 
But you Vaughn, uh, this is a game that blew me away actually right at the end of the year. Well, I'm actually glad that, it, that I saved it. But uh, Star Fox Zero didn't come out. <laughs> so it can't. Uh, that was my game. most disappointing game last year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Okay. Yeah. It has an amazing story and lovable characters and coming from xenoblade chronicles x from like last year oh, i was on. not expecting that this game to blow me away as much as it did same because like they improved upon like so many things like the battle system is super fun it's complicated at first but yeah once you get the hang of it it's once you realize what fun. you're doing like it's it's a really good battle system yeah can i date the swords that you unlock <laughs> in the game? Uh, yes i would like to that's basically half the plot of the game yeah. boy <laughs> i got a game for you yeah, i'm, I'm there's listening no, there's no dating sim but it's heavily implied i guess excellent okay i have a copy it was under my christmas tree and um, i'm gonna play it did you get it for christmas or just came with the christmas tree? i bought it and then i bought the special edition from best buy i think and then i gave it to renee i was like here give this to me for christmas <laughs> Smart move. Yeah, like I found myself wanting to play like all the time as soon as I started it. Like I, yeah, I actually want to play right now. It's well, very engaging. Cut this short. Go no, home and play. play I, I've been saving it because we go out of town for work again next week, and that's what I'm gonna do. And, hey. and the game pretty much still doesn't end when you complete the story because there's a ton of post-game content too. I'm gonna <laughs> warn you, Adam. You're not gonna like it at first. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. anime. <laughs> I mean, I played uh, a couple hours of the first one on my 3DS, and I liked it, but then I just kind of... It's a lot more anime-y than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... Okay, but then no, again, you did, like... He can't say he doesn't like something because it's too much anime, because... No, I never Just wait that. till the no, end of this episode. Yes, I, know, I know, I <laughs> know, but I'm just... You'll never saying. see it coming. Well, I mean, he did, like, <laughs> One Punch Man, which, like, makes fun of, like, a lot of, like, anime tropes. Yeah, and yeah it has and a lot of those it, make, it makes a lot of... It has a lot of anime tropes in there, but they're all pretty much funny. I gotcha. It is pretty self-aware in a lot of moments, too. No, so. like, I've never... I mean, I always make anime bullshit jokes. But when it comes I, to, like, JRPGs, look, I understand I'm, what I'm getting I'll tell into. you this much. I didn't like it at first. So, um, it was, I was cringing pretty hard at the beginning. <laughs> but it kind of follow, falls in Okay, mind. Adam, like, okay. Uh, next week, are you and I going to start watching Kimi Ni Todoko together? Yep. You got Excellent. it. I'll bring over my CDs. Perfect. Is that the Unbreakable <laughs> Kimi Ni Todoko? Yep. Kimi Todoko. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Almost um, feel like almost feel like if a JRPG doesn't make you cringe and how cheesy it <laughs> is in the beginning, it might not then be very good. JRPG. Really a JRPG. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't like the English voice acting, so I but that yeah, was easily download fixed the by Japanese changing. Ones. Yeah, that was easily yeah. fixed by changing some to the Japanese voice acting. Good, some of it's really bad. Yeah, <laughs> and, but unfortunately, those really bad moments turned me off. From it still, it still <laughs> yep. is, can't be any chaos wars though. <laughs> that's bad. No, not chaos that bad. wars is yeah. It, I own that game. Me too. Oh, man. <laughs> For that reason. <laughs> that was bad. And John Michael? Over to me. Um, so I guess surprising for me was, um, I don't know how, yeah, I guess it was a surprise. Um, so Neo was, mm -hmm. I guess, a Dark Souls itch that I, like, it scratched that itch that I didn't know needed to be scratched for me, so... I, I kind of knew, oh, okay, Neo's coming out. Oh, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be like Dark Souls. But never really followed what it was, you know, what was coming out. Right, right. right. So That was my most anticipated game of last year. Well, we speaking of games that, that game through is good. Yeah. Um, it's not games that went through development hell and ended up... Yeah, 10, oh, years, yeah. 10 years of development. Um, It's not Dark Souls. No. Um, 
But I think we had a whole discussion earlier, like what is Dark Souls esque gameplay or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But this game is really good, and um, I really enjoyed my time with it. And it's, I don't know, it's not Dark Souls, but it still kind of is Dark Souls, and um, it's definitely its own thing. But I don't know. I as for a game that I had that I sh- was not on my radar at the beginning of this year, and it turned out to be a, a game that I really enjoyed. Um, I don't know. It kind of surprised me, and that's what this category is all about. So yeah, uh, I think um, Neo is like. It's funny because it was my most anticipated game uh, from last year's Game of the Year show. Yeah. But if we had a category, and we don't, but if we had one mm-hmm. that is what's the 2017 game you would like to spend more time playing <laughs> in 2018, Neo would be at the top of that list for me. Yeah, because I I bought it and played it. You know, the the weekend it came out, and then it just kind of fell off because yeah. that was a difficult time for video games because sure. it was right around the time of Persona and Breath of the Wild and Near, oh, sure. and I mean, there were and Resident Evil had just come out. It's like that the year was so front loaded with quality, absolutely yeah, games, absolutely. and not only quality games, but quality games that take a fucking hundred hours to beat. <laughs> yeah, Every one why. of those goddamn games is like a hundred hours long. I mean, guys, congratulations. To all of us for narrowing it down to five <laughs> games, by the yeah. way, because that was difficult to do. Like, I'm not even sure like that my top five. I'm probably gonna like regret everything I just said <laughs> on all of them right after I leave because I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not probably... even sure mine's true. Yeah, exactly. I just I don't know. I guess I'll go with these because there's so many good games <laughs> this year alone. So, but yeah, Neo's great. Um, that's one of those games that I don't, I don't, I, didn't, I haven't finished it yet because it's a lot of content is, in that game, and it's a year with no Dark Souls game. Yeah, you're looking exactly. For. Actually, we got two really cool, like well, the yeah, Surge goes, two. Was yeah, it's space. Not a bad Souls. game. So yeah, if you're like John Michael and I, and you love some Dark Souls but didn't get a Dark Souls yeah. game this year, you got a couple to pick from. Yeah, something to just kind of tie you over and until, until the, something that, you know that Shadow teaser Tower trailer turns out. out to be. Um, <laughs> A Souls game, yeah, not a Tenchu game. And my, my concern is that if they if if From Software announces a game and it is a Souls game, it's not coming out for a while. So no. like, how much longer do I have to wait? So 2019. Play some more Demon Souls. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving into our brand new category this year, best music. Um, a lot of games have a lot of good music. Yeah. Let's celebrate them. By listening to the music. This is the part of the episode where we put the music in the episode. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're so funny. It. Really <laughs> um, does anyone want to jump in with uh, mine? I do. The answer I... is Persona 5 Correct. is the I best music. Also, okay, um, so let me preface the, the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that uh, you know I haven't gotten to finish Persona, but I did get to play a good chunk of the, you know, first part of that game. Mm-hmm. The music is very good. Have I been here with us? Nope. Are you in with this on this one or no? Well, while Persona 5 has okay, really you're not okay. Okay, okay, then no, yeah, get, get out. Let me speak my um, <laughs> unless it is your unless vote, your answer is Persona 5, you can't up. talk right now. <laughs> I am like if 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 I had like a um, a glowing area on my body that you could attack <laughs> attack for damage, it would be there is a boss battle and the music is playing. But holy shit, here's the lyrics because mm-hmm. you progress to the next part of the boss battle. Metal Gear Rising did this, yeah. and um, it's like my favorite thing you can do in a video game. And Persona does this, even to the point. Where when you go back to your room and that little like piano medley's playing and you yeah. just, I just 
I remember I was out of town for work, just sitting in that shitty chair in that hotel, and I just like kind of dozed off, just letting that like little melody play. And then like the singer comes in as you look at the game. Yeah. Just, well, like, plus like early on in the game when you walk into um, you know the um, your what's Leblanc. Yeah, when you walk into Leblanc and, and the music that plays, I don't know for like 10, 15 hours, it's just this music. Yeah. But then you progress to a certain part of the story, and it's the same song, but there's lyrics, lyrics. now. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, it's cool. It's not just like this. Plus, it's just, it's cool. Like, the music is cool in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels cool. Like, it, everything, like, works in that world with the music now yeah. backing it. Um, it. It always fits the situation, whether it's like, oh, the characters are being zany, you know, anime characters, or it's like a really intense boss fight. Or, or like, we are, you know, going towards the boss battle. Exactly. Yeah. We've set the path to go there mm-hmm. and this, this music is only going to play in this part of the game but in each dungeon area like it's going to play at the same time so you you know what's about to come up right. i think the best music in video games um kind of informs you of what's mm-hmm. happening um it's not just something that's happening in the background it's like going along with your actions or, yes. or changes with the decisions that you Helps make create the mood absolutely yeah. also when you like get the soundtrack and listen to it outside the game but like when you hear that music it brings you back to like that moment in time when you're playing or yeah. like that, that when, when, it, when, it, when a game's music it stick with you like that like that's what it like means a lot you know, at least to me and like the Atlas mainly the Persona games like the only video game soundtracks actually like reach out to look for and purchase to listen sure. outside of, uh, of the game so like, yeah Persona 5 is great in all those respects mm, absolutely so, all right, Vaughn, we cut you off. What, what was yours going to be? <laughs> I, I was going to say, while Persona 5 has one of the best soundtracks in a JRPG I've ever heard, uh, the soundtrack that I listened to even more from this year was from Sonic Mania, actually. Okay, yeah, Sonic Mania definitely had some good, good tunes. Definitely, like, a lot of good tunes that, that also fit, like, every situation you were in. And all the remix tracks were mm-hmm. really good, too. I never thought I would actually be hyped for a Green Hill Zone remix, but I was actually pretty hyped. <laughs> I'm hyped for Green Hill Zone anything. Yeah. Give me that Green Hill Zone. <laughs> and all, all the... I don't know who the composer was. I should look the look up the, those Michael people. Jackson, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but even the tracks for all of the new stages were really, really good. Like, uh, probably, like, Press Garden Act 2 is probably my new favorite track from the Sonic game. Mm-hmm. It, it fits really well with, like, the cherry blossoms and stuff that goes along with that stage. Yeah, totally. And... I, like Sonic music is just really good in general, but this is a soundtrack that I can definitely like just jam out to whenever I want, like anywhere I want. Like I listen to this like soundtrack a lot more than I did with any other soundtrack, minus Persona Five. It was about the same. Yeah, that also great game, great music. Mm-hmm. What you got, Neil? Oh man, so <laughs> mine was a toss-up between two. Uh, one being like really epic, and one just being like situational for the game it's right. fantastic so i'm not gonna go with the epic one i'm <laughs> gonna go with the situational fantastic for the game but super mario odyssey man yeah also like, good music so many good songs and just like the way they even have it interact with the game you know like if like when you're in new dog city and you're searching for the players and if you stand by the guy playing the bass like mario just starts dancing and swing. <laughs> it's just like perfect how they even implement you know shit he can hear the music like that's just playing in the overworld <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah I, I really 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 love the music that was my third favorite soundtrack of the year so <laughs> the, the whole jump up superstar um, moment 
in that game. Yeah. It's Yo, just the, yeah. Fiat, the Fiesta, the festival. Yeah, though. that is yeah. such a revelatory moment, like in any video game. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. That's one of my. We don't have moment of the year as a category. Right. That would be one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, maybe if we can incorporate that next year, just like because a favorite moment, like best moment, no, just because like there there are so moment. many that I probably even forgot because I haven't been looking for best. Oh my god! Yet. Okay, can, can we talk about a big spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> well, also, that's also a big spoiler. Yeah, it would category. be a big spoiler. Can we talk about favorite moment in Persona Five? Just a second. <laughs> like for me, it's got to be Makoto's uh, Persona reveal of being mm -hmm. like a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> I would know my favorite moment, but my Persona Five is still sitting well, you, on a shelf I, in a game store should, to be bought. Play, man. <laughs> I didn't play it. And I, I know John Michael's not talked about his favorite game soundtrack, or have you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I want okay. Persona. Well, no one what, talked about Nier, but Nier, Nier is such a good music. good soundtrack. Yeah. It's close it is, second for me. It is, it's right up there with me on Persona. No, totally. Like it's but right behind it. I love Shoji Maguro as a, as a composer. Yeah. All that Persona music is too good. My close second was Destiny 2, because the music in that game was just... I don't recall. As fantastic <laughs> as the first game. <laughs> So that's it for all of our uh, extra Zach. miscellaneous categories. We are now here for the big show. The big show. Game that's my, year. <laughs> that's my favorite show. wrestler. <laughs> uh, our top five games. Uh, but before we get to ours, let's turn back to the old inbox. The audience. Uh, this one comes in from Sam. It says, hey guys, so for my top games of 2017, I have them listed in no particular order. Because, no. you know, it's right. more than one. That's fine. Um... Puyo Puyo Tetris, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus, and Yakuza Kiwami. Mm -hmm. It says, I know it's a remake, but I still love it to death. Can't wait to see what rad games we have lined up for this year. Sincerely, yeah. Sam. Right. If we had four the best games. puzzle game category, Puyo games. Puyo Tetris should definitely Puyo Puyo be like Tetris. there. Yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris is We've been playing it for the past couple years, but we technically have. it came out in America this year. Now so. we can know what the big fish dude says. Yep, finally. <laughs> I'm caught. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. That game's great. Uh, so for our, uh, like we've done the past few years, we'll go around the table listing our number five through number two. Um, and then we'll go around doing our game of the year. Uh, as we started the past couple years, uh, we're going to use some like ninja math and somehow come up with a show, unofficial official game of the year. Okay. Um, but until then, we'll start with five through two. Um, for my number five, it was, it was really tough because, like we said, there's a lot of a lot of good games, and it came down to me this week just going back and forth between the two games. I was tossing up for number five, and Deciding which one I enjoyed playing in this moment more than the other. Uh, so squeaking at number five for me is Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. Good game. My uh, E3 2016 game of show. Uh, it's a beautiful game. Uh, it's kind of Far Cry esque, where you mm -hmm. explore this open world. You got to hunt for things just and fun. Yeah, it's it's really cool. You feel really awesome when you're like sneaking around and you take down a giant, you know, mechanical dinosaur. Yeah. Um, the facial animation's great. It's got that kind of like Mass Effect. Well, going, uh, going back, sorry to step yeah, on a ahead. point for you. Uh, the enemy types are just cool. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, that's uh, you have mechanical dinosaurs, you have mechanical beasts in this world, and that's mm -hmm. everything you're fighting. And they all take different ways to take exactly. Them down. And you, you're stalking these things, and you're using your focus to figure out what they're weak to, and then you're attacking them. And then you also have just like I need to call these dudes because I need to take over this camp. Yeah. Um. So Horizon Zero Dawn, a uh, great game from Gorilla. I. Would love to come over and see it at your house, Stephen, with the, the, yeah, the Pro and so, the 4K. Oh, yeah. and all that I, stuff. I can't wait to go back to this game because I actually stopped playing it uh, mm -hmm. the week that I started playing it. Yeah. 
for reasons, obviously reasons. But I bought the like complete edition, nice. with all the DLC content. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna That's go really cool. be going back to that soon. Um, my number four game talked about a little earlier. My best surprise: What Remains of Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. Um, that game really just blew me away. Gone Home stuck into my top five back in 2013, just because I wasn't expecting what it was, and that's kind of the situation here. Uh, number three for me is uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I have a feeling we'll be talking about that a lot over this next hour or so. We'll be uh, talking about our top five games. Uh, I really feel like this was uh, a callback to Mario 64. I don't have nostalgia for, but I still really appreciated this game and what it does and all the different worlds. Um, I've... The reason it comes it only comes at number three for me is I've expressed my my griefs on this show about I'm not as into like the open the big openness and collectathon like the banjo kazooie elements of this game no. but I can like, appreciate the different worlds yeah. you go to and that New Donk City moment is just yeah phenomenal it's so good um, you probably like some of the older Mario games then because it's like you don't have as much stuff to collect in oh older, like in the older games I love Galaxy and and 3D World and stuff yeah they, they were more limited in what you collect he just wants worlds. stamps <laughs> yeah I just need those stamps man stamps. give me those stamps I need those three coins and a stamp. <laughs> Um, and then number two, uh, I have Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, oh, which yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. almost came in at best surprise for me because I went and beat New Order and Old Blood just so I could get starting, you know, to get mm-hmm. to this one. And I'd never played a Wolfenstein game before. Um, to be fair, so long as you had the, the PS4 version. Is, yeah, 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 just so the, very the, those different. Those two I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, than the older games, yeah. but I mean... Well, there's Return to Castle Wolfenstein on original Xbox. It's, oh, really? That's a phenomenal... Or PC, yeah. yeah I played it, it on PC back yeah, then. Yeah. I mean, it's that also was, a good game. It's but, a great game. I, but they're also, like, the PS4, or I guess the, you know, whatever. The, the machine games, yeah. the more modern Wolfenstein Yeah, they games. just, they're, they kind of just restarted that whole franchise. They did. For the and, better. Like, I don't think they, they did it any disservice to the Wolfenstein well, franchise. Well, machine games is just really good at... Yeah. Making awesome they narratives are. For, yeah. for shooters. I, I mean, think they, they come from making the darkness, which yeah. and the darkness too, which were really good insanely games. Those are very underrated games. I think it's even oh, worth yeah. going back and trying uh, Riddick on original. If you oh, want to talk Riddick about a, like oh, machine games, oh, I forgot man. that too. That game is oh, that's I mean, this is what they've been doing game. for 15 years: is just yeah. making unconventional FPS games that you really can't describe them as like first-person shooters, even though they are. But yeah, they do things that traditional play, shooters don't. But at the same time. You're, it's you. It's like they're like adventure games that they are really first-person shooter mode. They really like. are. Mm-hmm. They do a good job of um, like giving you your action where you just kill a bunch of Nazis and you're like, okay, now we're back at our base and they gotta like kind of do some fetch quests and and, yeah, and, and, and let the characters develop and grow. And also just like outside of the game, I mean, the game has some like, especially two has insane moments that you know we talk about all day with that. But also it's very poignant in today's like society and what's, oh, sure. what's going on um and also like props to to uh machine games bethesda for really sticking to be like hey single player games are still cool guys yeah making all these great single player games it's more than just like a three or four hour campaign like call of duty yeah is. And, like they, they make you really feel for bj blaskowitz who's just <laughs> yeah. ahead <laughs> yeah yeah exactly cool bar way back when and they, they developed this character so like it, it just really surprised me um and and uh, I'm looking forward to what they have you know, going forward from here. Uh, so there's my there's my bottom four, Stephen. Yeah, I want to um before I get into my list, or this is part of the list. It it must be difficult um for a company like Capcom 
to have a franchise that's been around for 20 years and then have a game like Resident Evil 6 sell 9 million copies but also be like criticized right for being kind of a mess um but i think that where resident evil 6 ended up was a natural point from where resident evil 5 started you know mm-hmm. they they wanted yeah, to make I, a game that was yeah. co-op that um was more like an action game and less like a zombie game um but resident evil 7 as my fifth game kind of like turns everything on its head but keeps it true to the resident evil formula from the first couple of games which mm-hmm. i think is very difficult to do um this is a game that's been in kind of kind of a development hell. I mean, it, I don't know how long. I mean, it's been a while it, since yeah, six. Yeah, but this is a game we didn't know know much about. It was pretty under wraps for a long time until they're finally like, "Here's a demo." Yeah, and, and they had like, the big, oh, they had like a big E3 showing um, well, in yeah, 2015. Like when it was announced at E3, like I was shocked. 16. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like I, I was shocked to see a Resident Evil Seven coming. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a world post. Um, Silent Hills, you know, mm-hmm. um, where okay, we're gonna make, we're gonna make our first, really not, not really our first first person because they did make a first person Resident Evil game, but that was a Gun Survivor. I don't think yeah, they right. That. Yeah. So they're they're taking Resident Evil, making it a first person perspective game, and that really does alienate your Japanese audience oh, really? right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that Capcom took such a chance on on their biggest franchise. By making a game that's really not going to kind of jive well with its core audience in Japan, and this game has not sold well in Japan, um, but that game's phenomenal, and it's it's, it's hard really for good. a January game, yeah, to stay in the mind of someone, yeah, talking about their game of the year list. The uh, I mean, I think the first person perspective really helped it, obviously, as you know the american i guess gamer of it likes the first person but to me it's like the scares are more real yeah. it's like you're they're right there yeah. in your face and we're not even talking about the vr mode right you know? which is insane yeah. yeah yeah um but you really feel like you're it, you, like turn the lights off you're like in that house and then you hear a thump and all of a sudden jack comes crashing through the wall and you're like what the hell yeah the I, um the only reason this game isn't higher up on my list is it's it's almost like a tale of two games you yeah know? i i agree um so this is this is on my list. I'll go ahead and be mm. forthcoming with that. Sure. Uh, surprise, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, for me, I don't know if uh, Adam, you may remember this, and some of you might. Uh, I I had not great things to say early on about this game. Yeah, I remember. Um, I was pretty critical of this game in the in the first part of it. Um, but once you the once the ball gets rolling in this game. It really gets good, like mm-hmm. really good, and it really turns from something that is not recognizable as a Resident Evil game mm-hmm. into something that just keeps transforming into more and more Resident Evil like as it goes along. Yeah, it, it's funny because like I know what Steven's talking about because the end of that ga- the end of that game does get really shooty. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's like true. oh this yes. this and is what Resident Evil ended up to me. That's when I started enjoying playing it more. Because I was just so stressed out, like well, the beginning part of the game, because it was just so like. And let's talk about that for a second. I also was really frustrated with the early segments of the combat of that mm-hmm. game, yes. specifically with the molded. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I I remembered, you know, Resident Evil. This is the way Resident Evil was. Exactly. This is a game where you don't kill everything you find. Yeah, you just got it. They're in the way. I I got one. That's when I really started clicking with that game because um, there was a part where I was like, I don't have ammo. I'm stuck. Right. What to do. <laughs> This is awesome. Like, <laughs> like, like I finally, it finally clicked at that moment. I was like, 
I just have to figure this out now because I don't have enough ammo to kill all of right. these guys. And so I have to figure this out. Oh, and then, okay. I decided my best moment. With, <laughs> uh, I'll be vague, but the the escape room. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the way they used the tape to, to that was of, that was that was so cool. Yeah, was, I don't want to spoil it. If you haven't played Resident Evil Seven or done that, but that whole no, that's that whole a scene fantastic was segment. Amazing. This person who yeah. loves the Crimson Room. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and the ilk of you know room escape games. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I agree that that game is uh, it's really good. And yeah. A lot of people are speculating. I've heard people speculate, like, where does Capcom go for forward mm-hmm. from this? Like, will there be another first-person perspective Resident Evil game, or will they do something more similar to four, five, or six? And honestly, I, uh, would, I don't know, but I, I would like to see more of something like this. I mean, they could even get away with doing both, but I don't think Capcom has the resources to do that. No, not right um, now. Definitely not. Neil, did you have anything to say about this before I went? I to have not played Resident Evil Seven because I refuse to play that game until I get VR. Okay, I mean, you that's can, fair. You can borrow All my right. VR. You can play it and come yeah. over to my house and it's play it. It's like the um, only way I want to experience. Oh yeah. Oh, you will enjoy it in VR. Trust me, because that game. Yeah. Oh, tons uh, of people have told me that that is the only way you sh- you should play that. game. I believe it VR. because yeah. that game. It's, it's is... a game that I want to play really bad because I love the Resident Evil series, but I yeah. just I. I I I don't want to play the VR version knowing the jump scares. That's fine. No, I believe that's, so that's why a I like great I just way to play that game. It yet. Uh, it's it's a game that definitely warrants VR. Like yeah. you could, you know, there's plenty of things out there where it's like, you know, like even in movies where you're like, oh, that okay, I guess you just shoehorn the 3D in or whatever. <laughs> but for this game, like, no, I feel like it would actually be very immersive and like beneficial to play yeah. in VR. I don't and think I could do it. The only the only reason the <laughs> only love reason like I I really want to do it is because of how terrifying Outlast was. Yeah, absolutely. I, it, it's just like the perfect evolution. Like, yeah, Outlast it, is extremely terrifying to the point to where like. I really want to play two, but I don't want to play two. It's so stressful. I'm afraid <laughs> like, I'm going to shit myself. Yeah, that's how but, I felt playing the entire like first half of Resident like, Evil Seven. Because Resident Evil Seven is in VR, it's like this makes sense. Like it's like I know I want to shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> Do, let me ask you this: I've never played Outlast. I'm going to mm-hmm. play it for a few minutes. Do, are there areas in those games where like you're safe no matter what? No. You, okay, so you, maybe you won't feel as bad. Because Resident Evil 7 but, well, has a ton of safe rooms. I guess so, another yeah. big reason, though, is because in Outlast you cannot attack. Anything. Right, right. It's, yeah. it's all about running. I mean, yes, there are places where, like... Are there places in Outlast where enemies cannot get to you? Yeah. Because you could okay, be... Yeah, in Resident Evil 7, yeah. you could be in a hallway, and there could be an enemy chasing you, and you can just open a door. And you, if, as long as you go into that room and the door's still open, they can't go in that room. Okay, no, in Outlast, they'll go, in Outlast, it's like you have to go into a room and hide under a bed, because they'll and come in the room look and look for you. For yeah. you. Yeah. There's a ton Which of areas... Which they'll do and, that unless you're in a safe room. So. Yeah. You, you, they, enemies are not allowed in safe rooms. Yeah. It's like a, they read the card, but when they go to the house, <laughs> like, I can't go in that room. <laughs> like Far Cry 1. Yeah. yeah game's great um yeah. my number four game is cuphead cuphead okay. it's a game I, I played in november actually uh over the course of a week mm-hmm. and um i probably put about 10 hours and and beat the game but i didn't 100 percent it we've uh the game is hard to 100 percent. it's very hard i don't think i ever will um so you gotta like get perfect go, on everything like you can't Ooh, get hit you gotta get so... all the parries no, no thank you <laughs> actually going back to that game now the little bit i only played like an hour of it but i feel like they did add in just boss rush mode because from what i 
played like I could just go straight to the boss. I didn't have to play. Um, yeah, because the there. I mean, I mean like, the, like you will have to. Oh, you yeah. Will have to to okay. Proceed. See, I only, further, I only the played area. the first boss. Like basically, I I left the house and like you could go and like do this level, or instead I just went right. like straight you're to the garden have and fought to the boss. So. I want to say each world has two platforming levels and maybe like seven or eight boss levels yeah something like that something like that. and then the last area doesn't have any uh, platforming it's just bosses um but that game you it is difficult but it is not unfair right every time that i died yeah every time i died i it was my fault like ninja guy the game yeah. you know um the music is phenomenal obviously we talked about the animation um it is a beautiful game and uh, yeah it's it's a fun game. It, I did not chuck a controller. I, just, <laughs> I, I had moments where I set the controller down for a second so I could breathe. Took a deep breath a few and times. Just, yeah. Yeah. There were moments where I was like, I don't think I can beat this, but then within five or ten minutes, I did. Uh, yeah. it, it 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 leaves it open for the player to like get better as things progress. Like yeah. You start, oh. every, all, the player the patterns, always is yeah. able to recognize things like and Dark is Souls. able to overcome it. Like Dark Souls, not <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, does anyone else have anything to say about no, Cuphead? Gary writes in the game. Oh, right. <laughs> gmail.com. It says, my game of the year for 2017 is Cuphead. Yeah, I'm cool. a fan of the classic animation of Disney. I work in Flesher. Yeah, Flesher. The, uh, this game fully captures that aesthetic Flesher. while also making a fantastic shooter in the vein of Gunstar Heroes. Yeah, yeah this is my favorite Mega Man game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's a good one. It's my favorite game where you shoot little bullets. I don't yeah. think there's any other like platform running gun game that I've mm-hmm. enjoyed more than Cuphead. Yeah. They should make Cuphead two, uh, and three and four. Cuphead. The money they make, they probably want like. I want a game where you can be like Cuphead and his son, and then you can be Cuphead's son and baby Cuphead. Cuphead Junior. Cuphead and shot glass. But then again, I, I don't want to condemn this developer to Cuphead hell just, yeah. for the rest of their lives. Well, they have a bunch of assets now. They don't draw them anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Well, one one thing too about like, wasn't it Brothers that was it? I think like it was Two Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Two brothers. No, that, brothers. that's a game called Brothers. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what you're thinking. But I, I follow them on Twitter, and one of them is like pretty active. The other one isn't. But uh, Tony. I, I think Tony Cup. One of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony Cuphead. Um, one thing he mentioned about like his game development is he 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 looks at game development how people write songs. He's like, when you write a song, like like you write it with the intent of like listening to it forever. Like you don't really want like the one and done song. And right. he's like, that's what a lot of games are. And he's like, I don't want to make games yeah. like that. Like I want to make songs out of games. Like I want to make a game that you just will remember and you always playing, come back yeah. to and you keep playing and. I think that really shows in a game. Like yeah, that's Cuphead. passion right Cover there. it in mm-hmm. karaoke night. I'm gonna sing Cuphead songs. <laughs> <laughs> that um the 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 intro song is really good. It is. Yeah, like every time I start that game up, I have to listen to the whole song. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number three game of the year. So I thank you. I I've never I never really played near on mm-hmm. PlayStation Three. I own it. <laughs> I own it. I've also never really played any of the Dragon Guard games. Good. Um, Dang, man. (laughs) So maybe near Automata, which are Automata, uh, which maybe which is my number three game of the year. Maybe this is like the best game um, in that universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So um, this is from Platinum, which I think Platinum has had a game on my game of the year list like every year. (laughs) Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last year. Uh, Did they have any other games last year? Was that their only? (laughs) I think that. I don't know. Maybe Star Fox. Uh, oh god well you know they're not all hits so um <laughs> i don't think any game has like made me more depressed 
as near Automata. Ooh. It's a very, very it's sad like story. Sad game world to be Pass. in. Yeah. So, have, have, John Michael, have you not played this? I haven't. So, Near is like one of my top games that, that I you want to play. Yeah, want yeah. to and have not played yet. Same. Everyone yeah. is on this. I think. Um, Vaughn, you beat Nier. I, I beat did it, you, yes. uh, Did you, how many endings? I'm only on my second ending. Right I got now. three. Okay, so you beat it. it. You beat it. Yeah. Once you get to ending C, that's really it. I think Adam and I are about the same place in ending B right now. Wait, so what What do you mean by, like, like it's, it's not that you, like, restart and have to get a different ending. It's that you beat the game and it, then you play more and there's a new ending? So the way this, if you don't want to know about this, maybe fast forward five minutes, um... The way Nier works is you play through the game and it's over, but then you play again, but it's not the same thing. Oh, cool. So oh. when you play through it on subsequent playthroughs, you're not doing the same thing. It's Hell different. Oh, yeah. Hey, that it's sounds different awesome. things. Yeah. Also, there's. That sounds way better than, like, because you know how, like, Chrono Trigger is. Yeah. You know, you get this ending if you beat it this, but you do at it this oh, yeah, point, yeah. or you get this ending yeah, if you do this. Yeah, well, it, it, it kind of has that where there are 26 endings to this game. Yeah, one some of them are like, if you the... die at this place, you get ending W, and then you just go back. Right. To... But for yeah, all, that's fine. For all intents but and there's purposes, three there are true three endings. true endings. You play through the game, mm-hmm. and there are three endings. But okay. if, a, if one of the robot characters gives you a fish, and you eat it, you die. And mm-hmm. that's an ending, because you yeah. can't eat fish. Duh. Duh. So that yeah. that is <laughs> Mercury that, that is one yeah. of the endings. The uh, uh, vegan. <laughs> this is the game that just lost out to Horizon. This is my number six. It's your number six. Game. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, just, pretty close. Also, you know, usually when a game um, has like multiple genres, yeah, in its game, usually that's bad. So. It, I played it, the game demo of this. I haven't played the real game, but I played the demo. The demo is the first 30 minutes. I haven't played the yeah, demo. Yeah, and it's so good. Like, that yeah, was I love what the intrigued demo. me. because the was the multiple uh, Yeah, because you're going from, like, yeah. a top-down to, like... It's a shmup, uh, or yeah. it's like a... Yeah. yeah, or it's like a Devil May Cry kind of, yeah. like... Because it's not like it's not like, genres that I don't like. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, they're, they're fun genres. You know, on the second playthrough, like, the main game itself is basically a different genre. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not going to play the way you your combat encounters on your second playthrough are not going to be the way they are in your first playthrough. Well, I'm gonna have to get okay. this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'm just gonna give Mike back Horizon, and <laughs> Dragon Quest Builders, and uh, but still yeah, get this. I know Adam is not the type of person that I mean, story wise, you're probably not really getting as much out of it as like I am because I think that's why Horizon yeah. beat it out because I'm more intrigued by, by the, the, the world of Horizon. Hey, Horizon has a great story that I didn't finish, but I wanted to like. I think I figured it out. The yeah. um, the, but I like near like I like the idea of uh, robots or androids struggling uh, with the definition of humanity. Like, sure. what is humanity? Real Blade Runner. Can it can it be Did attained? Did you watch Westworld? No. What are you doing with your life? What well, well, playing near Automata instead? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's to me that's very interesting. Um, you know, and it's also it's a very sad story. Uh, if you're of that robot, you know, they're just robots to Adam. So, yep. <laughs> but the um, the they have game, no heart, just like me. <laughs> so it's you Got know em. the meat of the game. It's open world, kinda. Uh, the, the map's not that large. You basically just run across it, and um, eventually, wait. So on your first playthrough, did you not get fast travel at all? Uh, I don't know. Adam, you fool! No fast this. travel. Like, so, I mean, you beat the game. The no, I haven't beaten it. I thought you were on your second playthrough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then, <laughs> well, yeah, here you, we you are. do get fast. So I'm I'm much further than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do get fast travel. Okay. So. I'm just really confused because like 
go up to one Coke machine. It's like you can fast travel and you find another Coke machine in the world. It's like right. no fast travel. No fast travel. No. It's also – I like how the UI of the game is uh, customizable and the fact that you have a limited number of space oh, for these yeah. little chips that you can plug in because you're an Android, right? Sure. So if you want to free up more space for useful things like combat – Take away your HP gauge. Yeah. Take away your mini map. Take away. That's you know, cool. You can take that away your CPU cool. and then you die. And yeah. So that's one of the endings. <laughs> that's one of the take endings your is you unplug your CPU in the game. Wow. Ends. Um, but you <laughs> unlock the ability to, uh, you know, store more CPU chips as you play through. Yeah. It. Oh, and you can kind of hot swap three different. Uh, setups. Okay. So you, so you can have like, sets, like, like, oh, here's this is my, my combat one or yeah, my exploration okay. one, mm-hmm. and you can kind of. Uh, I like that. This I sounds bad. Vaughn hasn't said anything. Uh, yeah, I see. You're, you're, you're going but off you of played it. Already, yeah. You played it a whole bunch. <laughs> Um, and it's Neil, also, why haven't we played this? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's a really it's fun game. It's it's kind of anime. Yeah, I don't. Oh, care. oh, absolutely. At this point, it's it's totally. I played the demo. I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. The music in this game is, is so yep. good. It, it like won best it, music at the game awards. It, it did. It every song fits the area because every area has different music that you're in. Um, like when you go to the um, you know, to the village with the the robot village. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and just say that. Like the ch- the way it's like children singing. Yeah. So that it's perfect. That fits that area. Mm-hmm. Or when you go to like the theme park and it's. I mean, it's everything. As far as music, it's just it's it's done so well, mm-hmm. and um, that's another one that like just like Persona, like I would just listen to that music yeah. if it was available on Spotify. I should probably just buy it. This was this was definitely a close close second for best music. Yeah, um, the boss so fights are fun too. The boss fights are great and um, frustrating, I, but they can be. They can be. <laughs> now I've I have not really had. Maybe I've just been lucky. Like I haven't died a whole bunch during the bosses. It's um yeah, um, you know, yeah. but yeah. I like it's, how they incorporated hack prevention sections. Yeah. Yeah. This game is just really like, you think you're just going one way, and then it's just like, oh shit, what, that, that's, okay. That's and I usually hate... There's ha- always a surprise. I usually don't like hacking minigames, but I like the hacking minigame in this one. Yeah. And um, I think the the director of this game, uh, he, he they asked him why why is there fishing in this game. <laughs> and he said... Japanese game? Well, he said every, every JRPG game should have fishing. Because... <laughs> 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 So it's in there for no reason. Yeah, it's in I, there. I guess he was happy to, about FF15. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, a lot of people are wanting uh, him to do the next Final Fantasy game, which I think would be very that'd interesting. Be I think that would be, be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, let Platinum do it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, Shit, let him take over Kingdom Hearts 3 at this point. Note. I didn't <laughs> realize. So going back to. Here's a. Yeah. Back to Okami, uh, yeah. Clover Studios. I did not realize that the team from Clover Studios is now Platinum Games. A lot of them are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I I was you know researching the history of Clover. Yeah. Day, and I did not realize. I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> God hand. God hand. Yeah. Need a new God hand. IGN gave God hand a three out of ten. God. So that's, I highly recommend God, God hand. is phenomenal. Three out of ten says IGN. Three out of Fuck ten. IGN. That game's a ten. Out it's of great. 10. God head's great. God head. Got it. Um, my number two game of the year, um, Super Mario Odyssey. Whoa, Ooh, so Super good. Mario Odyssey. Uh, I've not smiled as I've said this before. Like this game, constantly, I had like a smile on my face the whole time I'm playing it. And um, I'm still. Playing. I know. I saw <laughs> you smiling. I saw you playing it. Didn't you? I thought you got all the moons. No, that's yeah, what I'm doing. There's there. so many it's, moons. Like I just, I just discovered like. How to figure out the hidden art paintings? Really? And like oh, that's really? just taking me to this whole like oh, <laughs> this game. Oh, like the game like 
very much opens up even more than it already does after you beat the game. Yeah, yeah it's so much more to do. Yeah, I, I beat it in like 15 hours, which um, the fastest way you can beat this game is like as soon as it lets you go to the next area, is just you go, go to the next area. Instead of exploring, which you right. very much want to do every time. And um, so but I didn't play it that way. I went to the next area and the next area until I beat it. And now I'm going to, I'm planning on going back and, you know, exploring those uh, older areas. Yeah. But I didn't want to like spend too much time in one area because I didn't want to get, get bored down. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. Right, and that's fine. Yeah, there's multiple I, there, ways to play this uh, game. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is, and I can't say there's any area I got bored of. The only, Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I got bored, but I don't. I just don't like ice levels. Yeah, yeah like whether it's Zelda or care. Mario. Or I, whatever, well, like, how about Mario 2? That's a pretty good ice level. No, it's no <laughs> ice. But if you're the princess. But so that's like, what I love yeah, about yeah, Odyssey. Right. The ice world is the smallest. It is. So that, I still so really close. like that level. Yeah. Okay. I don't like water levels. The water level is one of my favorites in this game. Yeah. <laughs> That's a small. Well, there's, there's two water levels. There's two water but, levels. Uh, yeah. I like both of them. So. You're probably talking about the one with the fountains, though. Yeah. 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 Like on the island, not yeah. the not the beach level. Not the one you actually go like underwater for 98 percent no no that's the one well that's because they fish it they not fish it they, they fix it this time it should just be a fish exactly yeah, yeah. it's great yeah i love it I saw, oh, so you're not talking about the one with the no not the beach no yeah oh, not that see, one. that's the one i like I like that's a cool level too because like, i like the actual jets, underwater little jet squid <laughs> i like to think that there are really young kids like age three or four um that are playing mario odyssey and i've seen gifs on twitter of like a really young kid throwing like a mario hat at mm-hmm. things oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so i like the idea of this being the very first um uh, Mario game that that child plays, and then as they grow up, they play other Mario games, and they're like, why can't I throw my hat at <laughs> like, I, was, I can't be any of these other enemies. I was just, I was playing Odyssey last night, and going through the sand level, and ended up in one of like the pipes where you become 2D Mario again, mm-hmm. and just like, seeing that game, like 2D, NHD, and how it felt, I was like, I want, I want a new Mario game this, like this. This works. Like, like it really oh, does. As long as I can use the D-pad. And not what if the I joystick? told you that you could download anyone's fan-made levels <laughs> in Mario, <laughs> and you can play infinite new Mario levels? Like you could just make your own in levels. Four different too. styles, no less. What do you With think the about D-pad. that? When you use D-pad, I would, would you tell be interested you in that? that it would be great, but I'm, I would I would be hoping more for a Nintendo created level. Uh, well, Mario. I think they they I mean, made they, some they, levels. Well, what they if made I wanted their own levels? Did they, the they finally released 3DS them? version? They, they yeah, what if I wanted to play? I mean, Nintendo's had like their own like made levels from Mario Maker since the game came yeah, out. Yeah, but they're like the quick like remix levels like in the phone remix. game. Well, they released those Nintendo World Championship levels. Those were fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's fun to watch. We were were there (laughs) live. We were there (laughs) live in the Microsoft Theater. And my number one game. We're not doing that. I know. (laughs) Is we'll have to wait. (laughs) Hmm. Surprising to me, actually. Neil. I knew it would be. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Coming in at a solid number five is my most disappointing game, (laughs) (laughs) Destiny Two, because Mm -hmm. while disappointing. There's still a lot of good in that game. The mm-hmm, shooting right. is still fantastic. The set pieces are amazing. The story is not needed. I miss the lore. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, there, there's there's a lot that they did right with Destiny 2. Right. There's just also a lot they did wrong. They, they, they went backwards with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but overall, I mean, it's still a game I've put 200 hours in. Yeah. Like, you don't put 200 hours into something you don't like. Exactly. Or don't enjoy and 
Um, my job. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Touche. You enjoy the outcome of that. The payment. Yes. Money. But, uh, enjoy money. But um. But yeah, it, it's it's just you know, it's a good it's a good game. It's a good game and one of the better ones I've played all year. Just yeah. because you know I still, and, and it's it's mainly the reason it's here is because after Curse of Osiris came out, um, they have started you know implementing more of what I enjoy about Destiny into Which is the important. game. Um, it's just still not quite there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just Destiny Two. That's my number five. I'll leave it at that. Um, number four uh, is Rhyme. Okay. Uh, I really one. loved that game. Uh, mainly because I didn't, I didn't know what to expect with that game. I, I was always interested in it, just being someone who kind of watches indie titles. So it was your best surprise of the year. Um, well. <laughs> Not not as much of a surprise as Sonic because Sonic's just usually bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Rhyme was just I. What I mean by what I didn't expect was like the actual narrative to be really okay. good. Um, as far as the game goes, it's just a simple exploration game, sure. like on different set pieces, doing this like you're this journey of this boy, like just trying to get out of this place. Okay, and. Uh, I can't really go into much of what the narrative is without spoiling, spoiling the game, anything. but I'll just say it's the best take on this very overused narrative that okay. I've seen in a long time. Um, and it's just a beautiful game. You know, it's, it's real peaceful. Mm -hmm. It's not stressful at all, yeah. even in its puzzle elements, like trying to figure stuff out. There's no real stressful moments, and none of it's too difficult, and it's just a, a fun game to enjoy. Um so yeah, that's my number four game was Rhyme. Uh, three goes to Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it's great. Um, game. because like Steven, I constantly smile while playing. Oh game. yeah, it's just um, it's a game I'm still playing, mm -hmm. and it's a game I will be playing into 2018 and probably make this list next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just does so much right. Yeah. Um, for for any like just as a platforming genre, yeah. that game is just so good. Oh, it's... um, which I guess is kind of what you expect out of Mario <laughs> yeah. at this point. But um, and my number two is Wolfenstein. Yeah, um, nice Wolfenstein two, by the way. I guess because that's the one that came out this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mainly for the uh, kind of like how Adam said he said wow out loud during mm -hmm. uh, Edith Finch. That was me during Wolfenstein. There was plenty <laughs> of times where my, I was just wowed and my jaw was That's hanging I was open. more just like slack jaw, like holy shit, they yeah, went there. Yeah, and like I got cotton mouth from my, mouth, from my yeah. jaw just being dropped for so long. Like, just, <laughs> how did you come up with doing this? Like, <laughs> yeah. what? And another game that too just does, kind of like Mario, there's a lot more to it once you beat it. Um, that... I think really is going to help set up for what Wolfenstein three is. Mm -hmm. So it, so cool. it's kind of cool how like you beat the game and like you can go back and do all this other stuff and you think it's not, you, you know, it's like oh yeah I could do this for some but no it's like there's really a point to doing it. Okay. Um, and I think it you know like I said just hints at a lot of you know what to kind of expect of as far as where the story is going for Wolfenstein 3. But even still, with how 2 went, <laughs> who knows how it's going to go. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Moving on to Vaughn. 
Alright, so number five for me was my biggest surprise. It was Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Hey, that's my number five <laughs> as well! Oh, no. right, so let's guess, talk about it, Vaughn. This isn't a spoiler cast. <laughs> While it's not a perfect game, like it definitely has its Shut issues. your mouth, like, it is perfect. It has like frame rate issues in some areas. It texture drops yeah. when you like load into an area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's got its issues for should I, um, sure. It's only technical issues. Should I wait for the Xbox version? I yeah, you the, should. Uh, Xbox X. So yeah, you should definitely wait for, for that. Perfect for <laughs> Switch Pro but, X. <laughs> but all the good moments in that it's game like, are very, very good. I, it's easily one of the most fun battle systems and one of the deepest battle systems I've ever seen in it's a JRPG. Great, like switching between blades and like knowing when to switch and who to switch to and how to do combos. And and yeah, it it's, sounds like this game was made for the Switch. Yes, it was because <laughs> you're constantly switching. Um, it, it's uh, it's just so much fun, and I can't keep figuring out why I want to keep playing it because <laughs> like I don't know there's just parts of it like that I'm like I don't want to play it but like I still do like yeah, I just want to keep playing it I want to get all the blades uh because it has like a gotcha system basically where you have to like uh you know keep opening cores till you get like the super rares because those are the ones that you want and right. you want to set your team up with uh and you keep getting like filthy commons and, but you're still grinding in the process, though. So exactly, it's not, yeah. It's not too bad. But <laughs> even if you get commons, there's a point to them. Because yeah. You can send them on merc missions, or you can build them up to build your stats up. And it's just a well-thought-out game that, like, when you first start, you're like, I don't see where this is going. And then you get a few hours into it, and you're like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, so much is starting to unlock now. Yeah. The, the music is also great. We didn't, like... It is good, yes. Yeah. They, they, they think they just released the soundtrack on iTunes or something like that? Probably, I so... Don't know, maybe, um, but, yeah, that's another game that that we failed to mention, but it's whatever. <laughs> and once the textures load in, and it's on... You're not talking, like, five minutes, but, like, you'll, like, load up an area, and they're like, uh... Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a lot yeah. of games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, once, once they load up, the areas are, like, most of them are gorgeous. Um, like I, I'm sure Vaughn, you finished it. I haven't finished it myself I, I did, yet. Yeah. Um, so I haven't gotten to all the areas, but you know what I have gotten to, I've been, except for like I think like the second area. Uh, I guess like when you know when you're inside the whale thing. Yeah. That's not my favorite place. But it's everything meh. else is. Uh, is that the water gorgeous. temple? Ba it's effectively the water temple. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> jabu jabu. <laughs> effectively what it is. Um, yeah, but no, it, it's a fun game. Uh, I don't care about any of the characters, <laughs> but the gameplay is awesome. But I, <laughs> I do, I, I guess I take that back slightly. Uh, I care a little bit. The story is actually getting intriguing. Yeah, that, that yeah, I was about to say that's where like we, you and I differ because like I thought the story was very good and the characters are very memorable to me. The characters I don't think are great so far, but the story itself uh, is good. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by that. I'm more intrigued by the villains in this game than I am by the I guess you say the heroes. No, the villains um, are. Great. Oh yeah, wow. I agree. Some uh, of the best villains I've seen in games. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, I, I the the villains are fantastic. So that's that's the more driving narrative for me is finding out what's going on with them. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a really fun game that I kind of like. You know, I really love Xenoblade Chronicles. 
Um, and this game is different than that in some ways, and there's some things that I miss from Xenoblade Chronicles, like the first one. Yeah. But overall, this is a very good game. Did you play X at all? Yes, that game sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that <laughs> game enough. wasn't great at all. No. <laughs> but I about five minutes of that game. <laughs> uh, number four was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The first time appearing on this list. Ooh. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> we might. Because uh, I like the different direction that they went with uh, this game as opposed to like other Zelda games. It's a sure. lot more open world than all the other ones. And there's a lot more to do. <laughs> And easily yes. my favorite part of the game is doing the shrines. Like, sure. I just love doing puzzles Good in the games. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they, like, made so many of them, like, a lot of these mini dungeons and puzzles, yeah, like, they're just it appeals to separate mini games. Yeah. They all have something different to do in them. And they actually did a really good job with the DLC for that too, because like this most recent one like gave you like more challenges and more shrines uh, to do. Like there's more stuff to do. Yeah, and motorcycles. Like uh, this mo the most recent challenge was you have this uh, infinite use like uh, pitchfork, I guess you want to call it. Hell yeah! But uh, <laughs> it kills every enemy in one hit, but you also die in one. Hit. Oh shit! <laughs> so, so yeah. you have to clear out uh, a whole bunch of enemies in one area with only this pitchfork in order to get to the shrine and then complete the shrine in order to progress the mission. We're playing Bushido so, Blade, boys. It's, yeah, like it, it. Was, it, it was very fun. It was very difficult, but it was very fun. <laughs> I, I'm very glad that they decided to do something like that. There's still more to do, too. Like The, the content is constantly getting larger. I hope they decide to do more with it in the, in the future. I feel like they probably will. Hmm. It's doing well for them. <laughs> the only things I didn't like about it were uh, I didn't like how a lot of the earlier weapons broke super easily. Yeah. So you're constantly having That's to That's why more I quit weapons. playing it. But, I mean, That's why I've got a thousand amiibo. I can just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, when you get farther into the game, you get longer lasting and yes. more powerful weapons. But the, the, the beginning of the game That's is definitely a, big... a grind fest. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I definitely thought that the story and the characters were very weak as sure. opposed to other Zelda games. It's like I get the, like most of it is supposed to be about you on your adventure as Link and the, like, the story is more focused around him this time around. But I definitely would have liked other characters to like have like more of a big role in this other really than just like getting Guardians. beat up by Ganondorf. <laughs> I guess, yeah. They kind of get their like comeuppance because, you know... You kind of like, you know, go use them and their powers to beat Ganon. So. Yeah. Spoiler. I guess it's a kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I also didn't like that they're like they only had like music for like a couple of the areas in the game. It's pretty sparse. It's like, yeah. yeah, the open the open world didn't have much. music I mean, to go for on. a franchise that like from the moment you plug that first cartridge into your NES, yep. like from that moment you were hit with iconic music. Yes. Yeah, and, and that, like the entire series. Game Boy, Super Nintendo, and 64, oh, GameCube, yeah. like every single one of those That's games probably has why. like iconic music. Exactly. And this title screen didn't have it. <laughs> I could not hum a bar of I don't Breath of the Wild music if you put a fucking gun to my head. <laughs> Bump to save my life. I, and this is not to discredit it because it was obviously the choice they made concerning the music. Yeah, but I think they I think they did it in the sense of like you spend. Like, imagine this is Hyrule Field. Right. Like, you, this is the first Zelda game I've spent hundreds of hours right, in Hyrule right, Field. Yeah. And I'm actually kind of glad I'm not I bombarded agree. with the same. I don't have a problem with their choice. It's just 
it's just unique. It's it's very it's unique, unique. Yeah. Yeah. for the, for the franchise, and I think maybe that's what Zelda needs. I think this game is probably what the Zelda franchise. It's it's not on my list. I'm gonna go ahead and like this game is not on my list because yeah. I didn't play it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I do plan on playing it, but I really do think that they needed to do something different in this series. Oh yeah, and, definitely. Um, no, it's, it's a shakeup. It's, it's sure. paying off. Yeah, very I'm glad well that, for I'm, Nintendo. I'm very glad they decided to go this direction with that. I'm very curious as to if they use this kind of style but improve upon it for like a later game. And Possibly the also, next one. think about this: like this, they could turn Zelda into like a service at sure. this point. Absolutely. Like you could buy this. This could be the only Zelda game on Switch, and it probably won't. But it could be. And then, like, here's just season two. Here's, like, mm-hmm. more content for this game. Yeah. Uh, Anuma came out recently in an interview and said he wants to, future Zelda games to keep this, like, open exploratory feel. Yeah. Right. And they and, should, well, but kind of... That doesn't mean that there can't be a, a link between worlds on 3DS. Yeah, exactly. There can't be a remake yeah. of Link's Awakening on right. Switch. You know, they... they they could make other keep that freedom. I think it's they could make yeah. other like I'm sure Nintendo has teams that it cannot be the same team that makes Link Between Worlds that makes like fucking Wind Waker. Right, no. it has to be separate teams. So you could still put out smaller, I say smaller experiences, <laughs> but just different Zelda experiences. But then build on Breath of the Wild. That's true. Now that the, the there is no console and handheld, it's like right. one. Oh, like, are we going to get more Zelda games because the handheld team needs to be? Doing yeah, what something? are they doing? Those are just completely different experiences. I don't right. think we should lose just because the and Switch is both. I would love to play another game like Link Between Worlds. Oh, like, yeah, like I love yeah, that totally. style. Every Zelda game does not have to be like this enormous. Yeah, huge right. Experience. There was yeah. Triforce Heroes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I, I like the idea of, um, like choosing what dungeon you want to do. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, and they they could, like you said, keep that freedom yeah. of like where do you start. I just, I just, the only thing I don't like about it, but I think it's something they could work on, is the fact that like with Link Between Worlds, um, specifically because Breath of the Wild's pretty hard as far as just the survival oh, elements yeah, of it that's my the, problem with the, the game but so the early dungeons are not hard that's yeah, and yeah. getting between, to them link between worlds was just overall one of like one of if not the easiest zelda game i've ever sure. played sure i yeah, love sure. the game to death but because there's no element of you get this item and it is to be used like throughout the next dungeon or like in this dungeon yep. and whatnot you know, it's just the dungeons were really easy because they weren't specific item based. Right, right. right. And that's just kind of like, yeah. Like, but and I think they could work on that. Like, you know? so we need something. So Mega Man has been doing this for years now. It's not an open world, but no, it's, it's but very you... much choose you where you want to go first. Mm-hmm. And if you choose correctly, then what you get from that easier. boss yeah. Yeah. It makes the next boss easier. Yeah. And so, but you don't have to do that. You can fight the harder boss without <laughs> getting you know something to make it easier yeah but you can do that in a zelda game too you yeah can... the only the only thing is like with breath of the wild what it limited down to was like with no spe- item specific exactly it's weapon or dungeon specific weapons it's like every boss was use the arrow yeah, right exactly they were fought the same way basically yeah that's what i'm saying though you could make a game like that where you know, you can still fight that boss, but maybe if you went to the Wind Temple first, you could fight yeah. the, the Fire Temple would be easier. Yeah, right. there, there, there needs to be a, There are definitely some of those times where I wish like they kind of like stuck to a little bit of the original formula for something. Sure. Yeah, I wish I wish the main dungeons would have had the original formula, but I love the shrines as like just do whatever like you can. Yeah, that, yeah. that 
man, that was fun. Like, but, <laughs> I, but I but I do wish it was more. Go to Zora. Go to Gerudo. Sure. Go to Rito. Sign outside okay. their yeah their entrance. This boss is weak like, to win. Like boy. I wish yeah. the, I wish those four dungeons were. You have to do them in this order. Sure. And the shrines are just whatever. whatever. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, number two. Wait, this game. What happened? Number three. Oh yeah, number three. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three, Mario Odyssey. Okay. All right. Because man, I haven't had this much fun playing Mario games since '64. <laughs> I'll repeat yeah, that every I time I mention this game. Because I mean, I love Galaxy and one and two, but I agree with you. This is like oh. the game I've been waiting for since 1996. The, the thing I liked most about Mario 64 was how like smooth and very fast Mario's movement was. And now that, like, in this game, Mario has all of those movement options plus, plus more, more. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. Like, you can literally just go anywhere you want at any time. Also, you can be a dinosaur. <laughs> yes, you can. It really <laughs> helps that you can be a dinosaur. Oh, man. I, we've talked about this game a lot. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if I can even add any more at this point. <laughs> what but. happened to Luigi? You, you, you steal can his you, you steal his costume. Yeah. <laughs> after after a year of Luigi, they kind of just you know. I want to hear <laughs> that'll be DLC. Year. I want to hear about what Luigi's been up to this whole time. Well, Mar- I bet he's been doing be some really game. cool things. <laughs> he's the one who's really engaged in the Probably. process. He died yeah. in Luigi's Mar- mansion. Yeah, Luigi's dead. <laughs> he's <laughs> actually the final poltergeist. Oh, we don't, we never oh. talked about how cool Bowser looked. <laughs> Yeah, he has some sweet hair. He yeah. had that everything hair, in that game looks great. Yeah. Bowser looks cool, but everything looks good in that game. So I just love the Bowser the, fight. The dragon boss fight. Oh, who was expecting? So I was not expecting that at all. So in this game, it focused on hats. Yes. Yep. The last game focused on cats. Uh oh. So what bats, was the next bats, game? Yeah. Bats, it's like baseball. Rat, <laughs> rat rats. Uh, <laughs> That's, yeah. that's are the only Mario words we RPG. know. Mario <laughs> <laughs> RPG. have a couple of rats for enemies. Not if they focus on stats, though. I think. <laughs> was it um? Was it Nintendo's second president um that said that um RPGs are for losers? <laughs> like in the late '80s, I think. That's he, funny. Yeah, I think Hiroshi Yamuchi has has a quote that says that role playing games are for losers. And that's why he doesn't like them. Fair enough. He's right. <laughs> I like role-playing games. I like role-playing games. <laughs> tats. That's no, good, too. Dude's gonna get tattoos. All tats. There was that 2003 ad for yeah. the Game Boy Advance oh, God. where oh, Mario God. had that sweet tribal, tribal tattoo. tattoo. Oh, uh, I think it's actually going to be like a Yakuza crossover. Where... Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be great. Or Gats. 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 Johnny, Johnny Gas. Johnny Gas. Yeah, that's <laughs> where Volition one. comes back into play. Saints, picked up by Nintendo. Saints Mari Row. No, that, that was a good stretch. But no. How about how about Matt's? Matt's. It's a door to every world. You just got to clean your feet off first. I think that uh, they could turn Mario Odyssey into a service. <laughs> you can just like season, season two. Yeah, yeah, here's some more. Uh, here's some more play, places to go here's to. Some different cats. This is here's a Mario mall. just beep ba 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 It's me. Wahoo yeah, that that game's good. I can't say any more about it. <laughs> so moving on to number two, this game is about you running around with your friends, beating up bad bad guys in different worlds. Destiny oh, Mario, <laughs> you play? <laughs> like, 
take it down, evil people. Madden. I thought you already <laughs> named Madden a Xenosaga. Yeah, Madden long shot mode. <laughs> I thought you already did Xenoblade 2. Nah, this game is Personic Mania. Hey! <laughs> tricky, tricky. He's trying to bait y'all. Fooled me. <laughs> I've been baiting all night. But yeah, so uh, this game... Well, I wouldn't have guessed <laughs> with friends, because Sonic Mania... I mean, limits Sonic, the friends Sonic, to the good ones. Sonic has two friends in this one. Yep. Yeah, and the that's only all two. The friends he needs. I like to think that all of his other friends are there. They're just like one screen forward, like <laughs> yeah. watching Sonic, you know, cheering him on. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like they're like my high school friends. Yeah, like I just yeah. Don't, don't really like, keep in touch. Them. Yeah. Don't really keep I in touch. Really What's Big the Cat up to these days? Still fishing. He's cheering you on, but you don't really want to hang out. No, smell like fish. Rooting for you, but. But man, like I much like Neil, this was also a big surprise. It wasn't my biggest surprise though, because I had faith from what I saw in the trailer that this game was <laughs> going to be good, and it ended up being a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like I started playing Sonic from like the very first game back in '91. I was four years old, and I was mesmerized as a little like kid. Twenty. It was like, who is this blue hedgehog running it? Really fast and jumping on robots. Sonic, really you idiot! Fun. It yeah, was, on, was the on the cover. The, um, <laughs> really? Come on. Okay, I have a very vivid memory of the very first time I played Sonic the Hedgehog. It was actually at Sam's Club. Um, <laughs> and it was 1991, and I had like you know a I had a Nintendo, um, and I'd never seen I'd never seen uh, I'd never seen a game with like as much color on the screen and moving that fast. It was like so this is pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was impressive. And um, then I ended up getting a Genesis for Christmas. Like, well, my dad gave it to me. Yeah. So like, I would go to my dad's house every every two weekends and play Sonic and all the Genesis games. Um, but yeah, that anyway. I don't know where I'm going. With this. <laughs> We're like searching for a ring. But yeah, uh, and uh, playing this game brought me back to like those days where I was like playing. Sonic 3 and Sonic 2 with my sister as Tails. That's where I get my Player 2 complex from sometimes. <laughs> and, man, that game is just so good. I even, like, got to the point where I did some speedruns of it. I did it on Extra Life as yep. well. That was cool. And failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did it, just not in his a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it, Hour 10? Yeah. Yeah. Still and impressive. The, the, yeah. the, the addition of a time trial mode was probably one of the best things they've added to that game to be mm -hmm. quite honest and a lot of sonic's new abilities the new levels everything was appealing you know what my favorite mode was hmm. crt mode yeah man <laughs> they even brought that in i was like whoa trying to bring the authentic like feel to this so yeah christian whitehead i, I, hope, you, I hope you go and like make more of these like sonic games in the future i think like, it's great please. um that sega <laughs> You know, they knew, like, to look at themselves and say, like, man, we can't make a good Sonic game. <laughs> um, and I know Christian Whitehead worked for Sega before. Like, he did the Sonic Sega CD ports, I think, mm -hmm. on mobile. Yeah. But for them to basically go to who, for all intents and purposes, is a part of the fan community. Yeah. And, like, okay, th he's going to develop this game because we have no idea how to do it. And it was probably the best decision that they could have made. Definitely. And, um, I don't think that this partnership is going to dissolve anytime soon because, obviously, Sonic Mania was successful. Yeah. If anything, I don't know, like double down and and ask Mr. Christian Whitehead, how would you make a 3D Sonic game? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we don't know how to do that. Well, Maybe you can figure it out. Yeah, oh, you yeah, kind of run from left to right, parallel. and you like jump in the ring yeah. and do like a little flip, and that's how yeah. you get a level. There we go. Perfect. And there's girls it's you a, can catch. It's a real blast. Yeah. I would love a Sonic dating game. And Ooh. a fishing mini game. Fishing mini game. 
Well, we kind of we already kind of had the fishing mini. You could reboot Sonic <laughs> yeah. Shuffle as a data I would, game. Oh, yeah. Or instead of like movement cards, it's like which girl do I move to next? Play with <laughs> bongos. Or not, you know, it's twenty eighteen. I hope I hope they bring them back for making more games. I, I hopefully this will be a decently bright future for Sonic in the future. At least classic Sonic, anyway. We don't know what's happening with modern Sonic. We right know now. exactly <laughs> what's happening with modern Sonic. Yeah, because they messed up Generations. Like, <laughs> I actually was... Not Generations was good. Generations was no, great. No, I'm, I'm saying in Forces. Oh, right. Yeah, they they literally they copied Generations, Generations and made and it, it bad. Yeah. That's what, that was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Was how, why did this happen? Because Generations was good. I th- thought this was going to be like the next Generations. Yeah, I Same. thought Forces was going to be the good of the two Sonic games. Nope. And wrong. Boy, that was... <laughs> you wrong. Uh, yeah. Alright, John Michael. We already know you're number five. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, we've talked about some of mine. Xenoblade Chronicles okay. 2. That game's great. <laughs> Went over it with Vaughn. Uh, I can't wait to start. Yeah. yeah. Same. I can't wait to buy it. Yeah. It's enjoyable. <laughs> Very enjoyable. Um... But yeah, like I said, kind of slow to start, but it, it gets fun. Um, but yeah, just give it give it some time, and you'll. Uh, if I don't like it right away, I'm just gonna throw it in the river. No, that's fine too. Dang, <laughs> game must grab me. Yeah, it might. You never know. May it do bad Scottish accents really appeal to you? I'm planning on downloading the Japanese. So <laughs> okay, so you should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we talked about the next one on my list, which was Resident Evil Zero. Res- uh, seven, 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 zero, yeah, zero seven. is not whatever. <laughs> zero is good too. I mean, heck. I don't know where I got zero yeah. from Resident Evil Seven. Uh, that's because uh, it's a new slate of Resident Evil. Yeah, that, start exactly. at zero. I yeah. like how on the box art it has the seven. I just think my favorite yeah. thing yeah. was it's Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, and they have the seven. And in Japan, it's Biohazard Seven Resident, Resident Evil, Evil, and it has the seven as a part yeah. of the Z. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, so it is called. I was wondering what they called it in Japan. Yep. If Bio it was called Resident opposite. Evil. Yep, it is. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, that game's great. Uh, we talked about it when Stephen was had it on his list, but mm-hmm. uh, it, again, I did not like it at first. Man, yeah, it was early segment for me. Jack and the, um, I, I hated it. So I hit a wall early on when I'm in the basement. And you're yep. trying to run to the chainsaw encounter. Yep. Yeah. And there's three molded in yep. the morgue. Yeah. And I have to grab a key. And I was like, this is not fun. This yeah. is not fun at all. I, I hate it. That was even before me. I hated it with uh, Jack because like he, he like in the very early like Texas Chainsaw area oh, where he's the, like searching for you and right. stuff. And I, I actually like, like that scene when he busts through the wall. I I'm like, okay, I thought yeah. I did, <laughs> but I couldn't get past it because he would always see me every right. time. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. And once I got past that, it was good. We mm-hmm. were good. Like I was like, it slowly started building momentum for me. And then like halfway through, I was like, this game's awesome. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that's my number four. Uh, number three was uh, Samus Returns on the okay. 3DS. Nice. Um, I like this choice. Uh, that game uh, is not the original Game Boy game. Uh, it is so Good. much more. And it, <laughs> yeah, uh, it is a lot of fun. Uh, it is uh, the boss battles are engaging and they are kind of repetitive. But I don't know. That game was just kind of struck me, and I I, I don't know. It, it's it's as a person who has like always kind of liked the idea of Metroid series, but really more Castlevania guy myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was definitely one that, I don't know, really 
captured more than any Metroid game has before. I have a good thing. I haven't played Samus Returns yet, but like one thing I love about Metroid is just how fluid yeah. the movement is. It, it, in this that is game. great with that like uh, quick counter system that mm-hmm. like you start off and you're like, okay, this is cool. And you're like, but it's kind of easy. And then as you keep going, you're like, oh no, wow, I've got to do a lot of things all at once. Hmm. And so I, I like that balance and uh, getting through it. And uh, this is the first Metroid game I've finished ever to Whoa. all the way through. So nice. Um, but I, I really enjoy this game. Like on 3DS. It's the so. only Metroid game I haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. You should play it, Neil. No, yeah. I mean, I've played in Beat Two. Yeah. But well, I definitely is, really, really, really want this game. Yeah, now, you would definitely like it. Yeah, sure. it, it's, I feel it's like really I good. Uh, Seeing as how Metroid is like my number, has a melee mechanic. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. And it, you know, like I said, like attack. Yeah, yeah the parry melee, system was great. Yeah, and it, like I said early on, you're like, yeah, "Oh, this is cool." Never but been done in Metroid, I, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "This is gonna make this game so easy," but. After a while, like later on, you're like, you gotta time that thing. Perfectly. Yeah, the timing is insane. Yeah. on that parry. And so, especially in like boss encounters and stuff, yeah, it, it's really imperative, and it adds this new level to like the, the whole system, because it, it just because you don't want to like you don't want to go back and like have like weak enemies from the first area like slow you down. So yeah, it's fine that they're like one shot kills if you do that, but later on, that's not quite the case. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it, it really balances itself out as far as from beginning to end, and I just thought it was a very well done game. It was done by the team that made the Castlevania games. Yeah. On yeah, and, um, that Spanish developer in yeah. Spain. Mm-hmm. I forget their name. So it's kind of funny that you like the Metroid <laughs> well, game designed yeah. by the Castlevania people. Yeah, exactly. They also, um, they made that Castlevania game on 3DS too. Yeah. That was like a Metroid style. That one oh, yeah. wasn't very good. No, but this one was good. Um, so that was my number three. Um, my, uh, number two is, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, that game, um, I was pretty leery to, when I first started that game. Um, cause again, like we're all like, oh, this is kind of, I don't know, grindy a little bit, like with the weapon choices to break so quickly and things like that. But I, the, the world building in that game is incredible. Uh, just the immersiveness of it is, I don't know, incredible. And uh, it once again, it took me a while to get into it, but once I did, I was like, I'm all in. Like, let's go. Uh, I think what did it for me is there's uh, just walking through Hyrule Field, and I had to like pause the game and wait for Melissa to get home because I had to show her. Uh, because like I'm just walking through and there's a, just a giant dragon flying through the sky and I'm like oh that's so cool like what is that for why is that there what do I do with it and it was just it was a cool thing to see yeah. and like to it just capture the sense of wonder of like what what is it like why I remember is it the there? first time I saw it was the green one yeah. that I saw yeah. and it was because it was on the way to Kakariko and I just remember it was in like a thunderstorm yeah. and like I'm running in the and it's like lightning strikes and you just see this big green glowing dragon I'm like yeah <laughs> I was just blown so away awesome. and I, and I was like, looking at it on Wii U so it didn't look <laughs> as good yeah no I was looking but. at it on like a you know 55 inch TV so uh it was yeah I, I thought it was awesome. Um, and uh, you know, again, that that game certainly has its problems, but I think overall, it's yeah, I you know, it's won a lot of Game of the Year awards, like the biggest Game of the Year award, and I think it deserves that in a lot of ways. 
Uh, it's not but getting not it for me. Game no, it's not getting it for me. But I can see why it's gotten so many accolades because mm-hmm, yeah. it's a very well done game. If nothing else, they you can tell the amount of effort that went into it. So, and it's you know definitely something that you know we've all said. I can't wait to see what comes out of this. I'm impressed that um, you know Nintendo when this game was first shown at E3, I want to say maybe uh, 2014 or 13. Um, it basically looks exactly like pretty close to what they first showed yeah. like mm-hmm. when they first mm-hmm. were talking about to see that see that mountain in the distance you can yeah. go there and um for you know for them to show a game uh that was years away from being done and then actually nailing that aesthetic uh that's pretty impressive because a lot of times when a game is shown and then there's a lot of time between you know it's early version and when it actually comes out right. it's like it doesn't look or perform yeah. right. anything like that wind waker did the exact same thing when they first showed it off and just like what they were talking about right you do in the game yeah. like they nailed everything yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right well that brings us to the main event our game of the year i think i have some good guesses from everybody and if my guess is correct i'll let neil start and segue <laughs> and come off of john michaels because neil your game of the year is actually mine is a wii u game <laughs> Legend of Zelda: yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, and uh, we've discussed a lot of like what I liked about this game and yeah. everything, but I guess just to encapsulate why this game is my game of the year. Not only is it my game of the year, it is my favorite Zelda game, and sweet, quite possibly like my favorite game. I mean, I can't narrow down what is That's, my favorite yeah, game, sure, but this is definitely like in that running. In the running, like, sure. I never a thought a Zelda list. game would be to link to the past, mm-hmm. and this one did for me. And just, it's one of the few games that doesn't tell you no. Yeah. And that's what makes it so good, is there's just so many different ways to try things, you know? Like, like to the point to where, like, I, I couldn't figure out how to get the electric current to run in a shrine, so I laid down my metal weapons to go to the orb, and it worked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, exactly things like that it's it, it's very all the systems they set up are logical yeah and work. yeah and, and that, that's, that's what's impressed me and what's amazing about it is it's so simple yeah. like there's not a lot of systems in that game like mm-hmm. it's just everything works because of the very little things that are the mechanics in the game my my favorite thing the little bit i played it was i mean early on in one of the the shrines I was stuck on one of those maze ball things, and mm-hmm. I got frustrated and just dropped the controller and realized since it's motion, I just flip it upside down. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I was just a flat part of the thing, yeah. and I did it that way. I was about to <laughs> say the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. that shouldn't work, but it does. It does. It's really cool. But, it, you know, and just like little things that happen in the game, like where, you know, lightning becomes your worst enemy, and yeah. then you realize it's because you're wearing conductive weapons. Yeah, and you can use and, yeah. that yeah. to your advantage, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can throw, like, you yeah. know when the lightning's about to strike, so you throw it at the group exactly. of Bokoblins, and <laughs> shabam, there it is. And then the grass catches on fire, yeah. and that kills and, the other one. And that and also, if the grass is on fire, it creates an updraft, yeah. you can use that, too. Yeah, and I just, I really loved the change in you know, where cutting grass didn't just give you rupees and hearts. Sure. Like, you had to really work for that. And I, I remember the first 30 hours of the game, I never went to a dungeon. Right. Like, outside of Kakariko and Hatino Village, I literally was, a like, a hunter and a gatherer. Mm-hmm. And I went and, like, collected fruit and yeah. killed the deer and got their meat and, like, did all this stuff only to come back to town, 
create a dish and go sell it for money. Like that's what I did for 30 hours. And, and you know, there was just, that game is just incredible. And it looks good. It's definitely one of the best games that have come out this entire year. Yeah. And like, I, I, I need to get it on switch and I need to play the DLC and yeah, I haven't, but that that even is a testament to that. Like I haven't even you can't done the, everything, and the game is you can't get the DLC on Wii U. I can, but I don't want to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I want to get it on Switch. That yeah, was like the you. whole. Is now there like a whole version you can buy now? No, no, uh, that comes you, with a guide and a yes, map. The Explorer's, Explorer's yeah. edition. Yeah, gotcha. Well, there you go. Congrats. Yeah. No, I, I support that one. It's I want to say fantastic. The game. only reason this game's not on my list at all is because I haven't played it. I mm-hmm. fully intend to go back and play it more, but I haven't even like finished the first uh, dungeon. Me um, either. It's it's a yeah. really good game. It just like from from the moment Link wakes up and like I, I wish I could get that back. Like mm-hmm. I wish I could. You know how there's just like certain times you play a game and like you remember the first moment that you experienced it. Yep. Like when he runs out and like you just see the Great Plateau. Yeah. And not even the world beyond that because the Great Plateau in itself is really huge and that's about all you see. Right, and then just like man, where it just zooms back and shows the title, and it was just, I'm, I'm pretty sure I cried at that point. You know? <laughs> it was like this is just already amazing. That reminded me a lot of uh, Link to the Past opening, where you like wake yeah. up out of the out of the bed and it's raining outside. Well, you yeah, always wake up and it's going down. Game. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> You're always going to be waking up. Yeah. Cool. Um. John Michael, I'll have you go next. Alrighty, mine is actually going to be Super Mario Odyssey. Whoa! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Stop. So, again, everyone keeps saying it, but they're like, I, you know, everyone keeps wishing I can't stop smiling while I'm playing this game. <laughs> and to me, that's really important to me, because that game, every time I would go to a new area, I was like, oh, I love this area! Oh, I love this area! Whoa, this area is so cool! Whoa, how do I get to this area? Oh, here we go! Um, I can't wait for this to happen, and it does. So, yeah. um, everything about that game is good and happy and wonderful, and it looks gorgeous. Um, the mechanics are all fluid and tight, and uh, it, uh, to me, it's actually kind of weird that this game is actually my game of the year. Uh, I like Mario games, but I've never had that super affinity for them. Like, I've never that wasn't like. Yeah, I've always played Mario games. So I was like, uh, you know, okay, I'll play a Mario game. It's never been like my, oh, I love Mario games. Mm-hmm. I love Mario 64. I don't care that much about Mario 64. Um, it's a good game, sure. But this game is just so good. Like, it, it exceeded all my expectations for it. Um, and I don't know. I, I think that says a lot when a game that I thought was going to be good exceeded good right and uh it was just so much fun and i i don't know i think the level design is great um coming from a person who you know maybe not didn't enjoy super mario 64 but yet has that kind of collectability like you know banjo kazooie games and things like that that rare used to make uh i really i really like that element of the game another thing i loved about mario odyssey was how it referenced some of my favorite games of all time (laughs) yeah like there's a part where you can go to one of the sprinklers and he's in a white flower field all by himself and you talk to him and he just says like the French line from Metal Gear Solid Three with the fight against the pain. Yeah. Like it's, it's literally that. Like yeah. that is what that part was for and it's just it's, so great. It's so smart, so well done. 
that uh, Nintendo nailed it. Like, you know, this is a good year for them with the Switch coming out and the games they've been putting out for the Switch. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say is like, I think it's insane looking back at 2017 and just at Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And we got this Zelda and this Mario in the same year. Yeah. And it's two games that are arguably better than their 64 counterparts sure. which came out on separate years right but they're two of like like when people talk about the 64 two of the like most major games like are most, ocarina of time yeah. and mario 64 it's kind of been the penultimate for and a while and then in one game mm-hmm. we get arguably yeah i mean my, those my games on one system top five list is three nintendo games Same, xenoblade yep. and yeah xenoblade and Same. mario and, Zelda. and, and metroid i know <laughs> so michael you got four you got metroid in there too oh metroid too yeah you're right Oh man, uh, I was thinking Switch specifically, but right, yeah, right. four actual Nintendo games. And don't get me wrong, I love Nintendo, but uh, like I've never considered myself like a Nintendo fanboy. Like I'll take them over anything, but for whatever reason, this year they just really nailed it. Yeah, Nintendo killed it this year. <laughs> yeah, like I'm almost I'm almost worried that I'm getting such expectations <laughs> for Metroid Prime right. 4 after Odyssey and Breath of the Wild that it's like uh, yeah Nintendo's but then again Metroid cannot. Prime was a series where hey, look, can Namco make a good Metroid Prime game are they is making that... it well okay. to get to rumor section yeah. I guess that's uh, <laughs> next week's show yeah that was the but, teaser uh, that they had I want to talk about Forza Motorsport 7 <laughs> <laughs> as your true game of the year so cars, yeah Mario Odyssey uh, I, I, that game's so much fun there's so much mm-hmm. to do in that game and I think we talked about it earlier once you beat that game the game really opens up yep and you I mean that's what Nintendo's been doing with Mario games for a while now and I love that it's yeah. like if you thought Mario 3D Land was too easy and just then you wait. beat the game <laughs> yeah just wait yeah. dude those special worlds mm-hmm. um and then I assume if I'm reading the room right myself Steven and Vaughn all share the same game yeah, of the year. The same I game believe so. <clears throat> with Persona 5. Persona 5. The golden Persona uh, 5. <laughs> Crimson edition. P5. Uh, it's the first time. So I, I wanted to get... Because we already talked about Mario and Zelda, and I figured that's what yeah. theirs were. And we haven't talked about Persona 5 yet. Cause I, top, I was surprised Steven had topped your list. Yeah, because you thought Odyssey was going to be... I did. I yeah, did too, list. actually. Yeah. Um, um, Persona 5. God, I mean... Every game of the year show we've had, it's been my most anticipated game. Yeah, and, it, and it's finally right. came out this year, and I thankfully didn't hit the most disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> no. This game's only five hours long. Weird. What it, happened? It, it's only five hours. <laughs> I had uh, I had high expectations for this game, and it's it still exceeded it. it yeah, that's why I said it's opinion. important to do, and if it's gonna be your game of the year, so Ex- exactly. I mean, this it has a good everything. Mm-hmm. The, the music, the story, the characters, the combat. I miss turn-based combat in JRPGs. Same. The style and the menus, the worlds, the places you go, the set pieces, the dungeons. Like, everything is so great in this game. I've never been so excited to look at menus in a video game. Exactly. Yeah. I, um, you know, I haven't gotten to really sink my teeth into this game. And, I've and said if before, you did, it would be on top of Oh, I absolutely <laughs> believe that. Uh, you know, I've said, uh, you know, I'm still trying to get my house back and uh, once I do is when I really dive headfirst into this game. But mm-hmm. I have played part of this game, a good solid like six or seven hours of this game. And I will say that, yes, everything about this game oozes with style. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't miss like a bit that they right. were supposed to like, oh, well, if only, I mean, everything's good. But if they had, you know, just maybe made 
this look cool or something. Or... When you load the game up and it says press start, you're in a subway station, and the clock in the subway station is the real time. Yes. Yeah. It's like little things like that. Yeah, and those mm-hmm. things, little things will always go a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is fantastic. I mean, we did a whole spoiler cast on it. We all played it, you know, and, and, and enjoyed it. Like, that's our first spoiler cast we've done. So it's like, that game obviously meant a lot to all of us. and So good that it's up there as, like, one of my favorite games of all time. I definitely say Easy. it's in my top ten of all time now. I love um, the changes they made with um, the demon negotiations. Yeah. Because if you if you yeah. played SMT games in the past, not necessarily Persona, but um, Shin Megami Tensei, yeah. uh, the numbered series, you know, uh, demon negotiations in those games are kind of a random pull. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what you say half yep. the time. It's mm-hmm. just That's like, true. Eh. But in this game, you actually can get a sense, like, well, what's the mood of this demon? Like, right. Is it moody or is it... Uh, I don't, I don't know like what the different... Like a chill dude, like... And then yeah. your answers, you know... And that's important, because basically, Persona is, is Pokemon with demons, you know, yeah, in totally. high school uh, as a series. So when part of the game, and Vaughn's the only one here that's done this, but when part of this game is, uh, you know, you can get a trophy for, uh, like, getting every demon in the mm-hmm. game, you know, that's important to be able to get through those negotiations. And this is the first one um, that makes it a little easier to reasonable do that. to get yeah. through. You platinumed it, right, Vaughn? I did. Yeah. That's impressive. There are very That's few important. games that I go out of my way to platinum to. I only did it with Sonic Generations and Dragon's Crown. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it again with Dragon's Crown in a few weeks. <laughs> I think I'll hold off on that for You a can while. do it again with Sonic <laughs> Or Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, yeah. Catherine's yeah, whole body. Comes back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, game's phenomenal. We spoken on it through the whole year i think and i i think that persona 5 um i know it's a long game but it may be the most approachable rpg that um you know that atlas has made in that franchise i'd say so. i agree um so even if you've never played and you certainly it's like final fantasy if you've never played a persona game you can jump right into five yeah. mm-hmm. you don't have to play any of the older ones right um, in fact i'd advise you to not play the first two games no um, <laughs> don't do that i mean i like them but they're products of the they 90s, will they will you know, turn they're, you they're, they're I mean, not they're, they're, there's like more the... appreciation in five if you played three and four because they take elements from those games sure. and put it into this one um, which is really neat, but, but you're it's not talking about you need a, to know. Yeah, like, I mean, it's yeah. you're talking about a 200 hour commitment to yeah, just oh, start totally. playing a, another totally game. worth it. There are a lot of people that I've found that like Persona 5 was their like first like Persona game, and they absolutely love it. Like the community for this game has gotten oh, it's, crazy. It, it blew up it will be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it's you know, I played Tensei games. But yeah, I yeah. Persona games. I mean, Persona 5 is uh, Atlas's most successful like JRPG they've ever made. It's sold better than. Uh, any of their other ones. So more people were playing it, which is... I mean, well, 3 was still pretty, like, niche, and 4 kind of made it a little... that series more mainstream, and then because of that, 5 just kicked through the door, and, you know... And it doesn't hurt that PS4 is selling very well. Yeah, Everywhere, you know, um, so there's more people that can play this to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm seeing fan art, and, like... I love the fan art. And, like, at Mm -hmm. cons, there's, like, a million cosplayers for all these characters. It's ridiculous. This game's big. Yeah, it's 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 great, um, and it, top three of our list. So that that says a lot. Yeah. I mean, I spent almost two hundred hours playing this. Game. Yeah, you spent more time yeah. than any of us. I think you did. No, a lot. I, I, I spent. Oh well, that's yeah, sorry, Vaughn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think I took the most amount of time to get through the my first play. Yeah, first play. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what I meant. Um, Nick writes in to GameWareExpress at gmail.com and says, Hey, everybody. Great work as always. Thanks for the laughs and entertainment. How does he know? He hadn't heard work this episode. Days <laughs> and drives. I meant in general. Uh, so I hear it's almost time for Game of the Year discussion, so I want to throw my hat into the ring. Of course, this will probably come as no surprise to y'all that my choice for Game of the Year has to be Persona 5. 
between the amazing style, incredible soundtrack, unforgettable characters, astounding plot, and excellent gameplay additions. It just definitely captured my attention and heart easily this year. It's almost 100 hours and still having an enormous itch to go back to it. There's no way I can overlook that. Uh, honorable mentions, of course, also go to Super Mario Odyssey, Hey-o. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Hey-o. and Fire Emblem Heroes for taking up a large chunk of my gaming time in 2017. <laughs> oh, I love Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> I actually came back to it after like taking like a three-month break <laughs> from it. It's not funny. enough to put it in your top five. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it didn't make my list because I put it in the mobile game category. So, And with that, I look forward to 2018 with you guys. Love you all and Happy New Year. Thanks, Nick, for that. Uh, and that brings us to the end of our top five. Uh, we're going to take a short break and let this uh, Google Foo math uh, calculate itself. Until then, a uh, friend of the show, Brandon Jolly from the Little Jolly Gamer Show, sent in his top five in MP3 form like he always does. So I'm going to let Brandon uh, share his top five, and we'll be right back. Take it away, Brandon. Hello, Lords of Gameware Express. This is Brandon coming at you with my top five games of 2017. And I'll have you know, this was not a very easy thing to do to condense all these great games into just five. Um, I'll have to do like a top ten someday or something. But I did do it. I'm going to give you the best I could do of my top five games of 2017. Number five. So it was really hard to choose one for my number five slot, but I ended up going with Friday the 13th, the game. It was close between Friday the 13th and Sonic Mania. Um, Sonic Mania being a a short uh, but concise experience. Um, It just felt like a lot of the old classic Sonic, and it's what I expected. I got everything I expected, but with Friday the 13th, I got um, a lot of new stuff that I've never really seen in games before. Um, specifically the unique gameplay and teamwork elements with all the different counselors. I I talked about it when I was on the show uh, last week with you guys, so I I guess I really don't have to say much more than that. Uh, But I love that it's such a a great love letter to the franchise, but um, even though it has this cool gameplay and this awesome dynamic, uh, it's just broken, and the matchmaking completely sucks. And like I said last week, when the host leaves, it terminates the game. It's just they need dedicated servers and they need to work on that net coding. Uh, but if they can get all that ironed out and get it fixed, that is an awesome game. And I, I want to be able to put this higher on my list, but I just can't because it's broken. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a lot of leeway, get putting it on five anyway. Number four. Welcome to the family, son. Resident Evil 7 takes my number four spot with its cool new direction and gameplay and style. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of first-person games typically, but the last first-person Resident Evil game was not very good. But this one's actually really fun. Um, I think, you know, I really love the Louisiana representation in the game, um, so it kind of hits home because, uh, in my line of work, I do get to go to creepy old abandoned houses, and ever since playing Resident Evil 7, I think twice before I walk into an abandoned house now because of how creepy it is, and uh, I just loved enjoying, uh, and, and discovering all kinds of crazy nasty stuff in this, uh, haunted house, but that's really the first half of the game, and the second half is really not as good as the first, um, with this cat and mouse gameplay with these, you know, immortal type characters chasing you throughout this house, this giant mansion, um, but the biggest thing about this, and the reason I put it at number four, is because it is completely playable from start to finish in VR, and, uh, I wanted to have some kind of VR representation on my list, and it's a lot of fun in VR, actually, um, so Resident Evil 7 takes that number four. Number three, Horizon Zero Dawn. So this game actually really surprised me because I I originally had this as like number seven or number eight on my list. 
Uh, I only played it for like a couple hours when I made that list, but I actually just recently finished it, and it jumped all the way to number three, um, and I really don't have <laughs> a reason why. It just does everything, and it does it really good. It just does everything exceptional. It just doesn't have anything that makes it stand out. It doesn't have that special little something that makes it unique. It just does everything that every other game does and just does it well. Um, but uh, that's good enough for me, though, because I, I still want to play it. Even recording this, thinking about it, I want to play it right now. And there's so much to do in that game. It's just packed full of stuff. And I got it for 20 bucks, brand new, and that is an incredible value. I'll probably be playing this game for at least another 40 to 50 hours, for sure. Number two, Super Mario Odyssey. It was close between number one and number two for this game and the next one, but Super Mario Odyssey is just almost borderline perfect. Uh, the controls in that game are just absolutely sublime, and you can't blame anything that goes wrong on the game because you are 1,000% in control of Mario. He goes everywhere you want him to go. Um, it's just pure joy. I, and when I was playing this game, uh, I just could not... I couldn't wipe the smile off my face. It was just so much fun throwing my hat, you know, capturing all these different creatures from the Mario games and actually being able to control them. Um, if I had to complain about anything, it's just that the challenge level is a little low for me. There is that one level in particular, not going to say anything, uh, towards the end of the game that lets you experience what it would really be like to have, like, a really, really challenging level. Uh, I just wanted more of that, and who knows, maybe we'll get DLC for it. Uh, but it's good to see Mario back in action. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Galaxy games, but this is more of uh, to, true to its roots, like Mario Sunshine or Mario 64. In fact, there's a lot of um, tributes to those games, uh, more Mario 64 of anything. And if you've played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I love all the little outfits, putting Mario in his little costumes. Uh, you know, if they would just make amiibos of each one of those costumes, then that would be great. <laughs> I would just go broke buying all those amiibos. Uh, but I would have liked to have seen some more Amiibo support in there as well, but I really don't have much to complain about. This game is borderline perfect. Number one. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is probably one of the best games I think I've ever played, if not the best game I've ever played, ever. Uh, I feel like it was designed almost just for me in mind, because <laughs> it, it, I have almost nothing to complain about. Um, the best way for me to condense this in a small form, so that way I don't take up all of your time, is that uh, it, it all it all goes back to two words for me. Uh, discovery and chemistry. Uh, the whole world is just full of things for you to discover. And, you know, for a lot of people who want that linear experience or, or being on track to where they can go and do what they want uh, by the game's standard, they're, they're not going to be, they're not going to like this game. Uh, this game kind of, it's like classic Zelda. It opens up, you, you walk out of a cave and it says, hey, good luck. There's Ganon way over there. If you want to go for him right now, go for it. If not, you know, you can follow this suggested path, but you, if you really wanted to, you can go straight to Ganon and try to fight him, which I would not suggest unless you're really, really good. Um, but along that adventure, I was just discovering so much stuff. Being able to climb any surface, getting to the top of a mountain, or, or, or swimming out to a, a, an island out in the middle of nowhere. There's always something somewhere. It's like Nintendo just took their time packing all these little crevices in the world full of things for you to find. Um, and the word chemistry, everything goes back to the chemistry of the world. The whole world feels malleable, like the physics, the weapons, uh, 
the weather. Everything has properties to it. You know, if you have a fire weapon and it's on your back, it, it helps you know provide warmth for you when you're in the cold. Or if you're holding a torch, that also provides warmth for you. Or you can find food to cook that whenever you cook it, it makes you know some kind of buff that lets you walk in the cold without being you know freezing and losing health. Uh, there's just so much to do, and I love how everything just just mixes together just right. And you know, if I had to complain about anything in this game, it's just that the the narrative was a little weak compared to other Zelda games, uh, but I did like to see Ganon as this entity of evil instead of this actual person I'm trying to fight. Uh, but I, as an antagonist, I really didn't feel super driven to go, you know, kill Ganon and, and save the world um, as much as whenever he's there to antagonize you and, and pretty much make you look like a punk in front of everyone. Uh, and also, the dungeons are a little weak compared to all the, the temples and dungeons in the old games, uh, and there's only four of them really. Uh, the shrines are kind of cool, and there's a bunch of those, but they're just a little taste of things that could have made an awesome full dungeon like the old ones. And that is my top five games of 2017. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I just threw this together literally in about five to ten minutes, <laughs> minus editing time, which is probably a separate five to ten minutes. But I wanted to thank you guys at GameWare Express so much for putting on this show. I listen to it. It helps me get through my day. I like to hear all you guys' opinions on things. It's awesome. Keep up the good work, and uh, have a good 2018. Awesome. Thanks for sending that in, Brandon. Um, I've done the math. We have a winner. But first, let's go back to the old inbox. Ooh. Okay. Alexa writes in to GamewareExpress at gmail.com and says, why is it not loading? Ooh. I don't know. We just came out of a timeout, and we don't even know what play to run. Oh, man. What are we, the Browns? Okay, here we go. I got it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I still got a parade. That's true. Not a good one, but a parade. <laughs> Uh, my game of the year this year is Splatoon 2. Oh, uh, because weird. Because it's really easy to get into and enjoy. The gameplay is fun, and the game has so much polish to it. Also, Splatfests are the uh, are the reason I've been playing so much of the game. I just hope Nintendo gets their multiplayer shit straight so it can be easier to play with friends. I yeah, love was, this game. That yeah. Was, yeah, it's a really good game. I just wish that the multiplayer was good. Yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> you sure about that? Maybe we all have different definitions of, of <laughs> because, uh, I mean, it looks good, but yeah, just us trying to get a game together when we're doing Extra Life is pretty difficult. We talked a lot about uh, it, how little things are important in mm-hmm. games, and this has a lot of little things that <laughs> bog it down, I think. I like how we're trying to play, um, like, uh, we're all in the same room, multiplayer, yeah, that's even give us and that chance. doesn't work, so that's weird. But gameplay, once you get into it, is, is really fun. Sure. So I do agree with you there. I love the idea of a multiplayer game that I, only takes like three minutes of my time, mm-hmm. and I can get the full experience, yeah. and then just play something. I, that's why I love Splatoon. You should like, play totally. Battlefield 1 Operations. Okay. <laughs> is Operation. Is it water um, on time the knee? 15. <laughs> um, so, are you ready for the unofficial official show game of the year? Can I make a mm-hmm. guess? Um, I mean, <laughs> maybe it was close, closer than the experts thought it would be. Oh man! But uh, like two computers. The unofficial official GameWare Express game of the year is Super Mario Odyssey hey! for the Nintendo Switch. It made all of our lists. It did make all of our lists at some point. Um, great game. We, it said, is. we said a lot about it today, so I don't think yeah. there's much more to no, say. No, I mean, we, 
kind of wrap that up. Mm-hmm. But so, congrats to Nintendo for killing it this year. Hey, uh, like I said, you put a smile on my face. Like exactly. that's all I want from a game, really. I think the most infamous E3 Nintendo's ever had was the Kimmy Dunaway E3. Yeah, God. So the every time I talk about Mario Odyssey, I think about her. <laughs> okay. Because like one of her lines in that presentation was like we put more smiles on people's faces. Yeah. And I'm like, Kami Dunaway, you don't work for Nintendo anymore, but your words <laughs> finally paid off years yeah. later. Um What was uh second and third place? Uh Persona five was in second. Man, and it had to have been real close. It was very close. And then coming in at number three was the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, I thought Solid. Wolfenstein was there. Nope, uh, you can't do math right. <laughs> it only made two lists. It's uh, Google Foo math. But it was very close this year. We almost had a tie. Uh, but Super Mario Odyssey ekes it out. In the event of a tie, we all have to speed run both games. Last year was a tie. <laughs> Last year was a tie. Yeah. Really? It was yeah. between um, Dark, Souls. Dark, Dark Souls 3 and Inside. Yeah. And Man, gave it to Inside. Two of my favorite games. <laughs> uh, let's now turn away from the inbox and head over to the GameWare Facebook group okay. that you can join. I made a post asking for people's games of the year. Um, Stephen M says Demon Souls. Um, oh, I, think he's I love that game. Must have been his most favorite retro game or something. <laughs> well, they remade it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, J- sure. How'd y'all not hear about that? <laughs> Jason B says Assassin's Creed Origins, which hey, didn't that's make a solid list, game. But I've heard it's the best pretty, Assassin's Creed game. That was probably two. on my top ten list. Yeah. I'd say mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, There's a lot of problems. <laughs> uh, Weston K says The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, of course. We said that. Uh, Eric B says Zelda, Mario, Sonic Mania, Cuphead, basically the same as 1994. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and Leland R. says, uh, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, don't judge. No, I, no so actually that's one thing I was going to say. is like my list would have been very different had I included like remakes. remakes and... <laughs> because Cave Story Plus and Final Fantasy XII definitely would have made my top five Doesn't list. count, just spin off. <laughs> I, would, I definitely would have put Mario Kart 8 Deluxe somewhere in there. Yeah. Okami. So Okami, yeah. I had it again, got it in there anyway. <laughs> that is the end of 2017 games are over we did it now let's look forward to march 2018 yeah let's talk about our top five for 2018 <laughs> so god uh, i wish it was top five because it's hard to narrow it down to one mm-hmm. before we get into most anticipated for 2018 i did go back to last year and pull our most anticipated 2017 be Blair. fun to revisit those again um steven Yours was Neo, right. which you mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah, it turned out to be a good game. Turned out to be pretty yeah, good, it seems. I just need to play it more. Exactly. Maybe would have made my top five. Uh, Neil's was The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, hey. his game of the year. How so a good that? call there. Vaughn's, which we haven't heard any of in a while, is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Ooh, uh, that, was no. a mis- that was a Whoops. mistake. Was that your most disappointing game <laughs> of the year? No, it I, thought, I thought he was going there for most disappointing when he started talking about fighting games. I wasn't expecting... I wasn't expecting Glass Blue. No, nah, like Marvel Infinite at least has like some fun elements to it. Blaze um, <laughs> Blue just kept pulling me up and then pushing me back down. <laughs> uh, John Michaels, yours was a game that hasn't come out yet. Uh, Spider Man. Hey, uh, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? <laughs> and mine for was Persona Five for the fourth year in a row. There you go. Uh, so those were all some pretty solid picks. Two people. Pick their game of the year last year. Hey, who knows? Maybe I picked mine two Ooh, years maybe. early. 
Uh, so let's move into 2018. Well, like I said, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, moving into most anticipated for 2018, you get one pick. I'll go this first. Year. I'll go with you. It's, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man for uh, PlayStation 4. Uh, Insomniac developing that. I'm uh, pretty sure it's supposed to come out this year. Yeah, it's supposed um, to. At this point, and Sony's marketing uh, leads me to believe that it is coming out. This yeah, because yeah, they have it listed on their 2018 in, video. Yeah, it's in all uh, their real, their like demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're acting like it is. So yeah, that's just why when I'm, yeah, definitely September. Gonna that's my guess. What's your guess? Uh, let's see, quarter three. So yeah, sometime around then. Okay, I'm gonna say October. October. Yeah, right before Call of Duty and all that mess. Thinking, I'm thinking, late, I'm thinking late September. It starts with S, just like Spider. That makes sense. That can't beat that That's logic. Solid. <laughs> um, Steve, what about you? Most anticipated um, 2018. Dragon Quest 11. Okay. Ooh, yeah, PlayStation good choice. Yes. Or, uh, okay. And 3DS, I guess. I'll probably buy both. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been a console Dragon Quest in quite some time, Ooh. so it's exciting. Well, I mean, besides builders. And yeah. Warriors, right, but that's so. not a real a mainline numbered. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not since too. seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight. I bought it from you. I bought Dragon. Well, you were working at Gameware. I bought it. Uh, you were working on ship. So, um, it's been what more than a decade. Yeah. yeah. So while. that's crazy. And Dragon Quest One was the first RPG I ever played. Well, if we yeah. would have gotten ten. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never got ten. But would I have liked ten? I don't know. Maybe it could have been the first. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Because I was never big into online, and then Destiny I mean, came out. I played Galax- Star Wars Galaxies, so I, I have played an mm-hmm. online game. No, so. but I, I think it's like it—it it really like changed, like yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like I think if like a game that you love has oh, like, of course, yeah, 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 thing, yeah. like it'll yeah. really change the way you feel about exactly. online. At least in that game, like I still don't go out of my way to play a lot of online games, right? But like Destiny is just like—I mean, technically, I y'all, my favorite game of the generation is online. So, I mean, you could argue that I've put not quite as much time uh, as you have into Destiny, but I've put hundreds of hours into well, see, Dark Destiny Souls. Destiny so. uh, forces and you to put 1,500 hours in. Well, I understand that, yeah. No, but it's I kind mean, of unfair. But yeah, the Souls games, those are... I, if if I could not play them online, I would not. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I play those games online. Yeah. So, but they're just, they're different. So yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven, no release date, but hopefully... Uh, it will come out. It's been For out sure. in Japan. So. Yeah. I think They're I might finally play another December. Dragon Quest game. Again. Yeah. Vaughn, you can make more than one party member. <laughs> I, I, yes. I realize this now. <laughs> um, Vaughn, what's your most anticipated for 2018? I'm going to say Fire Emblem Switch. Okay. No, no name or release date, but I'm sure Nintendo will have a direct sometime soon i think they're gonna call this one fire emblem party butts <laughs> it's the official title for this game which is it up it's a different direction but yeah i'm also gross i'm also looking forward to Mega Man 11 but my main focus will definitely be fire emblem switch adam said one game, one game. Yeah, he, yeah, he got on. to say two All games right, why didn't i get to say editing it out i want right, to say fine, dragon ball z fighters, <laughs> oh, z, fighters z, detroit becomes human I and you don't leave them all. Stop Detroit. listening. All right, all right, all right. Don't even listen to this part right. of the show. So, Fire Emblem. redoing it now, I'm going to say Fire Emblem Switch. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, Vaughn. I want to say multiple games. Next, the next real show, you can say as many games as you want. That's so all I'm going to do is perfect. just list games. Make perfect. Games. Make up games. From Arcanon all the way to, like, whatever starts with the Zootycoon. <laughs> list games for an hour and a half. Zathura. That's a good one. Zathura. <laughs> Starring the rock, and Neil. Yes. What you got? Well, I guess I'll stick with my rule of uh, it can't be a remake, like <laughs> I did with my top five. <laughs> um, so 
I'm gonna have to go with Red Dead Redemption Two. Ooh, okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, um, because Red Dead Redemption is my favorite Rockstar game. Oh yes, uh, I love everything about that game. And best surprise, I didn't know I never beat it until oh, yeah. this year. Oh, okay. okay, did you stop at Mexico? That's no. where I stopped. <laughs> no, there's something that happens like later in the end of the game. Oh yeah, and like it kind of like picks back up, and you're like, oh yeah, this is a cool way to end it. And yeah. I had never played it, and then my oh, third okay, time yeah. playing it through. Um, you realize there's more to do? Well, or? because you've beaten it. Yeah. So when after what happens, happens. Yeah. Uh, it's not until you go to Blackwater that like a mm. random stranger icon pops up. And I never went back to Blackwater gotcha. after that. Because like, I never played that that part. Sure. Like It's like always when what happened, happened. I was like, man, that's a cool way to keep it extended and going. Yeah. You know, like, like, like to finish the stuff you didn't right. finish. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really interested to see where this is going to go and how it's going to tie into Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I think I think especially we're all since I feel it's, it's a, prequel. a prequel. Yeah, I think we're all in. Well, I think it's a prequel just based on the water buffalo. I that's why I'm fully uh, in after you gave me that theory. That's why I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that makes the most sense out of anything I've heard. So Yeah, my uh my my new year's resolution is to Play Red Dead Redemption to completion. <laughs> so, you should do that. It's a good game. Once I can get uh finished up with my you know, 2017 games um, you can go back play. to your 2011 game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so there we go. We did That's it. That's it. We did it. Fifth annual another game year down. of the year show. Another year down. Uh, do we? Ex- 2017 was stacked. Oh, was, do yeah, we expect another year like this, 2018, or do you think uh, it's going to cool off a little bit? Looking uh, at what maybe. I'm interested in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hits, the hits don't stop. Never know. Never know. It, Red Dead, Far Cry 5 looks amazing. Oh, yeah, I really want to play that, too. That's on my list. Since Vaughn got Dragon nine Ball games, Pirates. I want to put that on my <laughs> I only announced two. <laughs> I remember Dragon more. Quest. Um, I only mentioned Mega Man 11 because like it Mega got Man announced 11. so late in the year. <laughs> oh. so, so many good things. Um, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my other Nintendo one. Nintendo still has more to announce with the Switch. So true, true. I imagine they're going to have another It'll good be a new year. Kirby game. We'll we'll do a prediction show. We can do that uh we'll do that next week. Yeah, Ooh, there we go. They got Pokemon still slated for next year too. That's not so. gonna happen. <laughs> Probably not. Um, It'll be on 3DS. <laughs> gentlemen, thank you so much for another year of podcasting with me. I, I always appreciate y'all coming over and doing this. Everyone out there, again, thank you so much for your support and listening. You know, if you missed sending in your game of the year, you want to let us know. We'll still take those in January. GameWareExpress at gmail dot com is that email address. Uh, that's pretty much it. 2017 is officially in the books, gentlemen. Rock and roll. Moving into 2018. Yeah, Can't wait. <laughs> Everyone uh, out there, thank you so much again for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. <laughs>